1: Today is Wednesday, September
2: 27th. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. More than a dozen people were arrested after a massive group of juvenile looters ransacked businesses across Philadelphia. The chaos started at 7.30 after numerous 911 calls stated a large group, possibly as many as 100 or so, moving through Center City. The group of people took items from the Foot Locker store at 8 p.m. on the 1500 block of Chestnut Street in Center City. Several juveniles fled the scene, but at least one adult was arrested, police say. subsequent incidents of looting were reported in quick succession at 8 12 officers responded to a call of looting at the Lulu Lemon located on the 1700 block of walnut street in this case officers successfully apprehended multiple individuals involved and then at eight eighteen, a radio call reported looting at the apple store on the 1600 block of walnut no arrests have been made at this time in connection with this incident police say uh, the, su- the store sustained losses in terms of phones and tablets although they say numerous stolen items have been recovered so this
0: has been happening in some cities around the country uh, the, the, the cops watching the footage the cops were working their asses off with this uh, with this man but my question is there's 100 people mm. i assume you coordinate something like that social media right it, i mean it's got
2: to right? probably yeah. Yeah. so there's got to be
0: some kind of footprint
2: right that's yeah. what i was thinking well.
3: yeah they did have to call in some neighboring um uh, police department, Steve, because they were say- they said the people in Philadelphia were just so busy last night. Uh, and it wasn't mm. just in Center City. Uh, they say that there was trouble uh, at a Rite Aid at 53rd and Baltimore Avenue in Cobbs Creek. Uh, a car slammed into a cure-leaf store on the 5,000 block of City Avenue. Uh, it's not known if anything was stolen from the dispensary shop, but Lower Marion Police, uh, whose jurisdiction is just across the street, they were called in because Philadelphia police were so bogged down with other calls. So I
0: was reading that some of the uh, tactic that is used often is to create a diversion, yeah, to do sure. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: looters also targeted the JD Sports at the Roosevelt Mall and the T-Mobile store down the street. A store called Dollhouse on Cotman Avenue in Mayfair was also hit. The entire front window was smashed out, leaving shattered glass all over the ground. Uh, and it's being reported that the owner is armed and sitting outside of his store, guarding it.
0: Preston, um, it's been an actor for a while, but maybe we need to reactivate strike force PNS. Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. It's uh, maybe what this city needs right now. They've been
2: on standby for yeah. a long, long. Time yeah, and uh, all
0: we need to do is fire it
2: up.
4: Yep.
3: please say there may have been. <laughs>
4: Sorry,
3: I didn't realize we were firing it up right. Now. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. no. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay are you guys the only two people on it or is there other people yeah <laughs> pretty <laughs>
2: much so well right. I, I, is it a secret
5: I, all right well here we have to we oh, we I'm did sorry. a we did a I'm mind sorry. scrub on
0: you nick i'm so uh, sorry <laughs> we didn't want you to be held culpable i blew it. Uh, everyone here has had their mind scrubbed, except for and myself yes. i see um yeah. but um guys appreciate i'm sorry your yeah, service I'm, and i'm really sorry nick <laughs> the woods are lovely dark and deep you're now reactivated.
3: <laughs> You're now reactivated.
0: Right, reporting. <laughs> You're all a Manchurian candidate. You're using your actual name? Uh, no. Why that's not? My, that's my code name. Please yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, say there His may real have name
0: been. is Donnie
4: Wahlberg.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> police say there may have been a caravan of vehicles going from location to location to loop businesses. As of midnight Wednesday, police said at least 15 to 20... 20... 20 people were arrested, two weapons were recovered, and one police vehicle suffered damage. No injuries have been reported. Officers will continue to make arrests until all of the individuals responsible are brought to justice, they say. Police are investigating after a flight attendant was found dead inside of a room at the Philadelphia Airport Marriott. Cleaning staffers made the discovery and called police at 1045 Monday evening. Investigators say the 66-year-old woman was found with a sock in her mouth. Philadelphia police say that there were no signs. Yeah, it was weird. This story came out yesterday. It was. Uh, it's very strange. Uh, Philadelphia police say there were no signs of forced entry, no signs of a struggle, and no weapons were recovered. According to sources, several sealed sealed bottles of prescription drugs were found in the room. The woman's cause of death has not been determined, and her name has not been released. Uh, we do know that she was a flight attendant that worked for American Airlines, and she was supposed to have checked out of the hotel two days earlier. It's not clear how the hotel didn't realize that she hadn't checked out. Wait, is she from this area, Kathy? They didn't say. They just said she worked for American Airlines. So, so I,
0: I know I, I usually, if I travel... Have an alpaca Hotel Suck and Sock, but I. Uh...
3: <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> police said the death is suspicious and the Homicide Detectives Division is now investigating. Uh. Mount Laurel police are looking for an inmate who escaped custody um, on Tuesday. Uh, oh, this enough. is like a thing. Yeah, know, this is a thing now. Well, this one was a little bit easier. Authorities say Edward uh, Bourbon was in custody of the New Jersey Department of Corrections while assigned to a work detail in Mount Laurel. So he was living in a halfway house. It, in the it's town. almost
0: uh, okay. implied that you should try to run away. Yeah, but listen to yeah.
3: this idiot. So he was in custody for attempted murder since two thousand five. Yeah. And he was scheduled to be released on february twelfth of twenty twenty four. He had just a few
0: months. I know.
3: You mor- a complete and, uh,
6: moron. Or maybe um, he has been institutionalized
0: and can't. Uh, doesn't you know, want to be out. Doesn't you, want to be out. you think a
3: little sh- Shawshank actually,
0: yeah. right? Possibly. Yeah. He just wants to stay in the system.
3: Good point, Case. Maybe that is it because that to me just sounds stupid. Yeah. Two th- he's been attempted murder in custody uh, since 2005, was expected to be released on February 12th. Have you ever come up, Come
0: along uh, and. and so I had to slow down, or, or, yeah. or you see a road crew, a, a work detail from usually a prison, usually on Saturdays. Yeah. And not,
6: but like it's usually uh, people who have had like multiple like DY offenses, right? And right. They just got to go and clean, you know, the, the sides of the road. I, I don't necessarily know if they're actual inmates or not.
0: I was one out in, in Western PA one time, and it was it seemed. I mean, there was there I've was, seen I've seen ones where you could tell that they were incarcerated, incarcerated, boy. Uh, boy.
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, that they were not, you know, just uh, weekenders doing right. their civic. Uh, uh, what do you call it um, when you get? Uh, Public, public,
3: uh, oh, wait. oh I forgot what the Community I, service. Community, Community service, service. Everybody.
2: Yes, I had to have that done, or I, I had to do that myself. But um, yeah, there are, I have seen groups where it's like, okay, there, there's there are active
0: guards watching them right. while they're working. So, when you know. were doing your deal, you were probably re- go out, and do your deal. You had, you know, uh, I worked have, in a kitchen. You'd have guys with shotguns no. standing around you. No. Yeah,
3: Uh I had to clean up the side of a road once. You did
0: oh, on spring break, huh? Do we know
6: this
3: story? no I think no I don't think so what did you do what did you
0: do were you a a drug
3: mule no (laughs) well it was when I was laundering money and and then what would you you do Uh, no so my my friend and I my uh, college roommate and I we had a house at the shore and we had to clean up the stretch of road uh, from the Garden State Parkway coming into Avalon and this was
0: a punitive thing for an infraction of some sort so
3: there was a, a restaurant closed on like the uh, their little like boardwalk there and uh it had you know shut down and there was a sign outside it with 24 flavors of ice cream and we wanted that sign and so <laughs> <laughs> I've never we went heard this story. we went to go get it we need we need to <laughs> yeah and the bike cops came up and they were like ladies what are you doing and we were like it's closed the store's closed we just we just want it's it's shut down. They're not coming back for their things. We just wanted the ice cream sign. They were like, Yeah, no. It's so stealing, we, yeah. Stealing. So then we had to do community uh, service and we had to pick up wow. trash along that roadway in Davilon. I never <laughs> knew that. You both are ex cons. I know, seriously. Yeah. Wow. It used to,
6: though, on like if you were on spring break and uh, you got in trouble, uh, they would have you up in the next morning. Like if you got like a uh, working like, it off, oh, yeah, working yeah, it off. But like one. if you were like underage drinking or something along those lines, yeah. you'd be up clean trash on the side uh-huh. of the road. yep uh,
3: so this guy, if you see him, uh, police are asking that you call nine one one all right let's do sports this morning. <laughs>
4: The, the channel was turned off, and I'm like, I can't hear any of these sounds. Like, there we
3: go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the Phillies beat the Pittsburgh yeah, Pirates 3-2 in With the win, the Phillies clinch the top wild card seed and will host all games of the National League Wild Card Series. Bouncer back toward the middle, linking into center field, a base hit. Catches coming home. Game one will be on Tuesday at Citizens Bank Park. Outfielder Johan Rojas and reliever Jeff Hoffman, two players who weren't even on the opening day roster, helped the Phils to the win last night. Rojas won the center field job and won the game with an RBI single. Hoffman has become a trusted late-inning reliever and earned the win with a scoreless 10th inning. The series continues tonight, and Rangers Suarez will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 640 tonight. In other baseball news, Hall of Fame third baseman Brooks Robinson, who was one of the most beloved and accomplished athletes in Baltimore history has died at the age of 86. In a joint statement, his family and the Baltimore Orioles said, we are deeply saddened to share the news of the passing of Brooks Robinson, an integral part of our Orioles family since 1955. He will continue to leave a lasting impact on our club, our community, and the sport of baseball. The statement did not say how Robinson died. The Orioles held a moment of silence before their game against the Washington Nationals, and the teams lined up outside their dugout to pay their respects. Also before the game, fans gathered around the a nine-foot bronze statue of Robinson inside Camden Yards. Even though DeAndre Swift didn't play much in the first game, he has the second-most rushing yards in the NFL with 308 right behind Christian McCaffrey, who has 353. And the Eagles are at home this weekend with the game against the Washington Commanders. Kickoff at the link will be at 1 o'clock on Sunday. And the Flyers continue their preseason game uh, tonight in New York against the Islanders. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning.
2: Thank you so much, Kathy. Uh, Feeling good on this uh, Wednesday morning with the the Phil's win. There you go. Postseason officially in our sights. That's a wonderful thing. It's great. And we have a lot of things taking place on today's program. A whole lot. So we'll start with the first and foremost and the obvious that we have money to give away. It's the Crumbum Cash. Two times today alone on our show at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. We will do a live Fox Good Day hit around 7.55 this morning. And leading right up to at, we have an absolute legend in the world of comedy joining us. Mr. John Cleese will be on that's, Monty Python's Flying Circus, Multi Towers. Yeah. Uh, Fish Called Wanda, tons of great movies. The Bond series. He's been in... Harry Potter. So many Harry Potter. He's been in so many great things.
0: Uh, so, like, uh, getting Sting for music, John Cleese for comedy?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Pretty, that's pretty up there. Fantastic. So, uh, we're going to chat with him early this morning, around 7.30. Uh, he's giving us a call from the UK. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Oh, man. You will. It's yeah. okay. So, uh, he is going to be joining us to promote an evening with the late John Cleese. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> (laughs) Which is coming to the Kimmel Cultural Campus on October 25th. So we will talk to him. That's exciting stuff. Uh, We also have a secret text word. We have a chance for you to win a four-pack of tickets for Famous Monsters Fest, which is going to be at Valley Forge Casino Resort October 13th through the 15th. Special guests include, and it says here, Ozzy, Sharon, Jack, and Kelly Osborne. Oh, that's pretty cool. they will all be there. That's insane. Uh, Plus um, actors from uh, The Nun and Kane Hodder from Friday the 13th and a bunch of other people of that ilk will be there. So uh, Jackie Bam Bam actually will be there on Sunday the 15th. So here's what you do. Text the word SECRET to 39333. You'll be in the running for the tickets.
0: Jackie Bam Bam pronounces
6: Monsters, Monsters, and Monsters, Monsters. And it drives
0: me... <laughs> Sorry, he talks about the TV series The Monsters as the Monsters. Yeah, and he's he like, oh, talks yeah, about Monsters as monsters, monsters. monsters.
6: And then, he yeah, because he told me he was going to Monsters Fest. and I'm Monsters like, yeah. Fest, yeah. Okay, that's our
2: Jackie. Uh, speaking of Monsters and stuff. We will have movie passes. We have a screening of Saw X. It's not Saw Ten. It's mm-hmm. Saw X that we will be giving away uh, at some point uh, through this. You know what? I'll take caller number ten right now. I'll give yeah. you a pair of passes two one five two six three WMMR, and this will be did it, are these run of engagement? These are a pair of passes to see it. Uh, it doesn't really. Say. I think at your discretion, right? Yeah.
6: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's like Fandango, but not Fandango. Okay.
2: yeah, uh, you know I'm Dang saying? Fandango. <laughs> Fandango. Uh, so, anyhow, the most disturbing installment of the Saw franchise yet explores the untold chapter of Jigsaw's most personal game, Saw X, only in theater September 29th. So, 215-263-WMMR. We'll, uh, we'll have somebody figure out the information and <laughs> give it to you properly. So, call number 10. We'll give those to you. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is on the way. Yes, of course. And a stupid question with more things for you to win. We're going to have a busy... Oh, and I didn't even mention the fact that Brandon Novak is coming by here this morning, too. He's got a book called The Streets of Baltimore. Obviously, really, really tight with BAM. We'll have an update on BAM in the entertainment news when we come back.
7: Stay with us. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order. But it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system. Streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks.
8: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
7: Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
9: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate steven Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita Diamond Stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. ihate steven One place, one price.
8: Now, back with more of the Preston & Steve Show podcast.
2: All right, let's ask you a question. Let's give you something. Stupid question this morning. Four pack of admission tickets for Adventure Aquarium. If you can answer this question correctly, in literature, who was Becky Thatcher's boyfriend? Uh-huh. Yes. 215 263 WMMR. Who knows that answer? Give us a call now. All right, who was Becky Thatcher's boyfriend? 215 263 WMMR. Some birthdays to mention while you're calling in today, being the 27th day of September. It's Gwenny's birthday. Ooh, Gwyneth
0: Paltrow. Pepper Potts.
2: Yep. She is uh fifty-one, so she had the big five oh last year and settling into her fifty now fifties now at fifty one. Even
0: despite uh, goop, I uh, I really, really like her. I, I think do too. She, I think her, especially her dynamic on screen with uh Robert Downey, yeah. uh they had such a casual wordplay that was awesome. Yeah, if you go into their when
2: they're really kind of getting into it, yeah. And, yeah and they're kind of uh, getting in a little bit of a scrum with each other. Yeah, the dialogue as they as they talk on top of each other. Yeah, that's got to be hard to pull sure. off as a uh, as an actor because you're not only saying these things, but you're reacting facially to what they're saying while you're still saying your own okay. lines. Right, right, right. It's pretty impressive, yeah. they're, and and there you can tell that they're they're tight.
0: Yeah, you know? absolutely. She's an Oscar winner for uh, what is it, the um, Shakespeare in Love? Yeah, she's fifty one years old today.
2: Uh, Randy. Bachman. Bachman-Turner Overdrive, also a member of the Guess Who, and he is 80 wow. years old today. Wow. There was that whole, uh, the Guess Who, Bachman-Turner Overdrive, Mountain, uh, like these few bands where, uh, some of the members yeah. floated in yeah. and out of each of those bands, and they are all great bands. I was a BTO Oh, me too, And I mean, yeah, they had a number of hits. You ain't seen nothing yeah. yet, and, and Taking Care of Business, and, uh, a few others, and of course, I can't think of them right now off the top of my head. But I always thought it was a good, solid, rock and roll, fun Absolutely. Band. They just announced they're going to tour. Uh,
5: the original lineup is getting back nice together. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. On, I think I saw it on WMMR.com the other day, Preston. But uh, they're doing a, fo- a bunch of fall dates, including uh, with Randy. It's the Monsters of Metamucil. Wow.
2: If you are 80 years old and you can still go out and do, sure. do a tour, not just like a one-off yeah. show here and
0: there, that's yeah.
2: good. You won, man. Good that's, on you.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%.
5: Wow! If uh, they come to
0: the area, but... <laughs> I'm trying to find some dates,
5: Steve. I'll yeah, let's see if I uh, can see a Philly date. Well, happy 80th birthday to
2: Randy Bachman. All right, not as big musically, but uh, he was certainly a heartthrob. Sean Cassidy, the great Sean uh, Cassidy today. Yeah, he is uh, celebrating his 65th birthday. What was
0: his What was his big hit? To do run, run to do run He did the cover of that. Right, right. And, and he was one of the Hardy Boys?
2: Uh, so, yep, my sister was full-on crush mode for <laughs> Sean Cassidy back in the day. Him and Parker Stevenson were the Hardy Boys. Yep. Partially where we got the name Parker for our son. We oh, had, really? Yeah, we had, uh, I, not because of the actor alone, but right. the name, and we always liked, I don't know, but, uh, but they, we had Parker Stevenson in mind when we were thinking of I um, met
6: her on a Monday and oh my
10: still. <laughs> <laughs>
11: Somebody told me that her name was Jill. Okay,
2: great, great. <laughs> oh, that's such a great scene. Yeah. That's all he had taught them in English class. <laughs> no, he also taught them curse words, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, son of bitch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. right. Uh, so, Sean Cassidy,
0: I think he went on to direct and yeah, things like that. Yeah, a lot that. of directing writing, and writing. Yeah, and uh, I guess um, brother to the late David Cassidy, right? Yeah. Uh, and he
2: celebrates his sixty fifth birthday today uh actress anna camp uh, oh, who is anna. a member of Pitch perfect yes um the help uh true blood oh I thought she was super cute she
0: is very very cute
2: uh, and she turns uh forty one years old today, so happy birthday to anna camp and then we have uh, ah jenna ortega oh, oh. wednesday yeah. adams uh just the mm. best show i fell for every bit of that uh it's great yeah. if Loved you have it. if
0: you have been putting off watching wednesday or you oh. d- listen um it, it operates on so many levels it's a great mystery it's mm-hmm. got horror elements to it yep it's got tim burton all over it oh man but in the best of ways yep and she's I can't. Now she's so good at it. You can't imagine anyone else taking on the series like that.
2: Yeah, and I'm wondering what they will do. And and this is not much of a spoiler alert. You may have seen something like this coming, but I wonder what they'll do in the next season because she kind of softened as the show went through. Yeah, and that's very uh, and anti- the antithesis to Wednesday. Right. We'll see. I
0: imagine she'll reel it back and be just as cold as she is in the beginning of the series. There's one character that ended up dying that I wish had have made it through. Um, you know, and I don't want to give away right. if you haven't seen it but a very tall woman let's just say that
5: and yes. Steve uh, speaking of Tim Burton she's gonna be in a uh, uh, Jenna Ortega I mean is gonna be in Beetlejuice too yes yeah
0: perfect perfect
2: uh, so she turned she's 21 today
0: if you um, want to see her um, a little bit more in the all together watch the movie X which is a horror movie mm-hmm. and uh, she's great in it so Jenna Ortega 21 today gonna go out and just get
4: hammered, hammered. Yeah,
0: she's have her first beer today
2: <laughs> uh, and then the last birthday and this is a milestone birthday, and we would like to wish a very uh, wholehearted happy birthday to the one and only Mr. Mark Maron today oh. uh, as he turns 60 years old. He's awesome. Love He's Martin. the best. Yeah. Last time we had Mark Maron on, uh, he was super-duper complimentary of our show yeah, yeah, and uh, couldn't wait to come on and do the interview. And uh, he does a great podcast. He's turned into um, a, a wonderful interviewer outside of a great stand-up comedian and actor. I think was, was Obama... Was he active president at that point? Was yeah, he... I think so. It was I early, was, right? early on in. Yeah. in uh, I mean, he, he interviewed a, president. a sitting president. Yeah, yeah. Pretty damn impressive. So uh, we love you, Mark. Happy birthday to you, sir. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Who was Becky Thatcher's boyfriend? Two one five two six three 263 WMMR. We will go to Nancy and see if she knows the answer. Hi there, Nancy. Good morning. Uh, Nancy, uh, who is Becky Thatcher's boyfriend, please? It would be Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. You got it. Hang on, Nance. We will give you, as a prize, a four-pack of admission tickets for... Adventure Aquarium. You can experience the glow and glittering grounds of all gourds, I should say, of all shapes and sizes and species only during fantastic fall days now through November 5th. Explore glowing sea creatures and discover underwater pumpkin carvers. Uh, Tickets information at adventureaquarium.com. All right. uh, Let's start with this. CNN reports that London's Metropolitan Police are investigating the sexual assault allegations made against Russell Brand in the UK. uh, According to. uh, the uh, the authorities, they said in a statement uh, following an investigation by Channel 4's dispatches and the Sunday Times Met has received a number of allegations of sexual offenses in London. Uh, and they said we have also received a number of allegations of sexual offenses committed elsewhere in the country and will investigate these. The offenses are all non-recent. Uh, so they are officially opening up an investigation into that.
0: There's one specific one that in, that would involve an allegation of rape, right? That's the... Uh, I, that's I'm the, not sure. So there's one yeah. that apparently evidence might exist mm. that they might have actually frozen a garment... Uh, to maintain a DNA that would be on it thats wow that's the uh the most volatile of the charges right okay now. all right we'll see how that uh, plays out uh Julia Fox spoke to the New
2: York Times about her new book titled down the drain in an interview that was published on Tuesday I'm referencing this section about her short-lived relationship with Kanye West who she refers to as the artist in the book uh, the interviewer asked her why she didn't write about their sex life she said because their like wasn't any they're
0: like was not
2: any? Uh-huh. Uh, the Uncut Gems oh, actress God. said uh, it wasn't really about that. Uh, Fox also implies that her book, in her book, that uh, the brief relationship was seemingly being directed by the artist for the public eye. So, she so comes
0: just s- in, they didn't have sex. He didn't have sex. Uh, she kind of comes off as a moron in interviews. However, she's really good at Uncut Gems. Did you see her in that? Did not see yeah. Uncut Gems. In which movie, Steve? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut gems. Uh, no, I didn't. I. You know what? I heard it was uh, in fact, Casey, you said how
2: kind of disturbing it kind of messes with your head a bit. And it it's like, like I the I entire
6: like- scene uh, from the bear, the Christmas dinner scene. Yeah. That's the whole movie. Yeah. Take one crazy summer and add
0: <laughs> diamonds. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like... Uh, I'd have to be in the right... I'd yeah. be in the proper mood to right. want to sit down and watch a film like that, so I haven't done it yet. <laughs> uh, after Emma Hemming-Willis appeared on the Today Show on Monday in honor of uh, World FTD Week, not the florist, but right, the right. Frontal, Though I do frontal, love a good flower. Frontal temporal uh, dementia. Uh, Bruce Willis's daughter, uh, Scout and Tallulah, took to their Instagram stories to support their stepmom. And, uh, they wrote... Uh, I'm not sure which one of them commented on this. I truly could not be more proud of Emma for being... Willing to step into the public eye, even though uh, it's terrifying to share a family story in in, in service of spreading awareness about FTD. Scout wrote that alongside a clip showing uh, her and said, Emma, you are such a champion for this cause and you inspire me every single day with your bravery and deep, deep loving. So, you know, it's wild to
0: see, and it's it's a wonderful thing to see uh, Demi Moore and, you know, that those girls are with her and Bruce Willis. Yeah. And the way both families blended and have supported each other.
2: You can only hope yeah. that, that marriages end right. uh, and, and you can carry on like that. Right,
0: especially when there's a crisis that they're dealing with. Absolutely.
2: Okay, I headed I this story simply because of the headline. Mm-hmm. The headline says, <laughs> Kylie Jenner holds Timothy Chalamet's finger in Paris. Oh
4: my God! Wow. Wow! the
0: uh, nice. we begin the BBC One report with a <laughs> story about a finger being <laughs> held. Kylie Jenner apparently holding, grasping, someone said, clamped on to Timothy Chalamet's digit.
2: Uh, <laughs> Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet continued to take their run at public.
0: That hurt. <laughs> Let's go, you bitch.
2: <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe he was about to fart. Oh. And he oh. asked her pull my finger. to pull the finger. I want to. Uh, <laughs>
7: Oh, my
2: finger. Uh, page six reports that the pair were photographed outside of Rosalia's birthday party in Paris on Monday. Who's Rosalia? I don't know.
0: Uh, they, PDA is not uncommon with these two. They they were at the uh, was it the U.S. Open or where were they Wimbledon? Yeah, and uh, there was uh, physical stuff. What going was their finger holding? No, fi- no,
2: any finger blasting. The Kardashian uh, Kardashian star can be seen holding. Holding on to the actor's index finger as they exit a car the in the photos.
1: The index finger
0: was a single blast thing, which I understand is an erotic act. It's a lot the rest.
5: Uh, they're not yet uh, Instagram official, though, right? They haven't posted on either uh, no. uh, of each other's Instagram accounts that they are together. I don't oh, think they're Instagram. It was just official. the finger. Yeah, just the finger oh, stuff. Just, yeah. just the finger. Just uh, the just a tip. Jenner and uh,
3: Chalamet were first
2: linked in April and, not a finger! and made their. <laughs> we need more finger drops. Yeah, uh. I can't think of any good finger lines from movies, not though. Finger potatoes. Uh,
4: Bye, Tim well, and that's him, and Chalamet. 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 Mm hmm.
2: Oh my god, we have that. We do. Uh so Jenner and Chalamet were first linked in April and made got their public uh, debut at a Beyonce concert. Oh, that's where they were getting earlier uh, this month. But they were at a tennis match, yes, Steve. I they do were. remember that. Yeah, I, 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 if I, uh, I recall
0: correctly. I I very much like him. I think he's uh, very talented. I do too.
2: Oh, we have the we have the, the yeah. him oh, wait, saying I, fingerling potatoes. Hang on a second. I got you. All right, here we go. Oh f-
4: I love fingerling potatoes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I thought was good that he did was um, for Apple uh, TV. Uh, we're seeing everyone get these uh, oh, yeah. series.
5: It was a good commercial. And it was
0: him kind of making fun of his celebrity status. Like, yeah. Why am I not getting
2: a call? I like to, in, in Don't Look Up, he's got so many great little moments in that yeah. movie. And the very When you first see him, he walks up and uh, uh, Jennifer what's-her-face is uh, working the counter. Lawrence. General Lawrence, and he walks up, he grabs these sunglasses, and he just goes, I'm linked by these sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I love it. These, these, yeah. these trying things, yeah. which is cool. <laughs> All right, so speaking of trying things, uh, Bam Margera, is trying out sobriety. Sobriety, and according to TMZ, uh, he has been sober for a month and has been hitting the skate park again too. Uh, sources close to Bam tell TMZ he's been living on a farm owned by. It says another professional skateboarder just outside of Philadelphia.
3: Okay, well, he's he's been spotted all over Bucks County. So yeah. um, people are saying that that's where he's living now. And I actually you were said mentioning that you to yesterday, yesterday. That it was similar
0: to the more remote area he was in uh, in Westchester. Yeah, there's
3: there's parts of of Bucks County where you can go and. Live on a farm, yeah. so uh, yeah, he he was spotted in Langhorn, um, somewhere in I think Fairless Hills, Levittown area, which is not farm area, but it's not far from there. Yeah,
0: so you know, we, obviously we've watched him, we we care about Bam, and we've seen him go through these different things over and over, and it's like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then reviewing Brandon Novak's story last night for him being on the show today. It was the 13th time in rehab that finally got traction. 13 times. nope that what, finally they got connect- Novak? That... that, that- Turned his life and in an dr- unbelievable way, a complete 180. So,
2: Brandon Novak's going to be in our studio around 9 o'clock this right. morning, so we'll ask him about that. Um, so, he's I been on... a
6: feeling in my fingers or penis. By the way, that's the other finger. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you. That we have.
2: Okay. He's been on the farm with his girlfriend, uh, Danny, and they've been going to the gym every day and hiking with their dogs, and uh, apparently, Bam's lost a bunch of weight, uh, uh-huh. which has given him the ability to start skating again. Sources say that he's been uh, loving getting back into the sport. Court, but more importantly, he has uh, kept a really tight circle of positive friends and influences. Uh, Danny gave him an ultimatum, apparently, they said, that's helped, which is um, uh, you can take me or take the bottle. And that's it. Okay. So uh, he feels this is the first time that he's wanted to get sober for himself, according to sources, as opposed to being forced by family or friends to go through an intervention. Uh, he's also got the law on him. That uh, doesn't so, hurt. Uh, so he's been in a legal battle with his estranged wife, Nikki, over the custody. Of 5-year-old kid, Phoenix. Uh, she was granted temporary sole custody of the boy last month following an arrest and citation for separate instances of public intoxication. Uh, Bam's been able to FaceTime with Phoenix about four times a week. So, so knock on wood, things seem to be going in the right direction. And we'll see. We haven't really, you know, tried to reach out to him or anything that yet because he's got all that going on in his life. He, when th- if things keep
0: looking better, maybe we'll reach out to him and see if he wants to come on and talk. I keep saying to, to Casey, just kind of getting the temperature about, you know, April and everybody. And, 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 and I know that you're, you're a little bit more connected in that realm. And, and the, the notion is to just, give them the breathing room to handle all this? They
6: they need space. They don't need us uh, all over them right now. It's just uh, really... too uh, serious. Too serious and, you know, a private matter for the moment, (coughs) Um, even though it's very public.
3: A friend of mine did see uh, Bam out, actually, at a bowling alley, and I asked. I said, how did he look? And she said, not drinking. He looked fine. They were, you know, just kind of hanging out like normal people. More importantly,
6: what was his
2: score?
3: (laughs) I don't know. But she said, like, no one was really bothering him or anything. He was just kind of chilling.
2: All right. (laughs) Uh let me see. What else I have for you? This was um uh, sad to see, of course. The e-news reports that um, uh, Nishan Breedlove. So he was an actor and rapper. He played a character called Lotto in the movie Eight Mile. Uh, and he was one of the rappers that was battling against Eminem in the movie. Right. Um, he passed away. He was 46 years old. Oh, no. <clears throat> Mickey Facts shared a clip from the movie to his Instagram page on Monday and wrote RIP to one of the few MCs to beat Eminem, Lotto from Eight Mile. Uh, whose friends lovingly called him Ox. Uh, he said, You'll be missed for your tenacity and aggressiveness. Uh, Breed Love's Cause of Death has not yet been known. That's a great movie, man. It is
0: a really, Eight Mile is a really well done movie. Kim Basters in yeah, right, and yeah, so yeah, Michael really, yeah, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. He yeah. plays kind of the jerk uh,
2: boyfriend to yeah. Kim Basinger in that. But mm-hmm. uh, there's there's some good people in that yeah. in that film. Uh, let me see here. Phoebe Denver reflected on all the media attention she's received while dating pa- Pete Davidson during her cover story uh, for Elle, which was published yesterday. The Bridgerton actress uh, said the whole thing was very surreal. Uh, She and the SNL alum dated for six months in 2021. She said, it just goes back to being naive. Uh, I didn't think anyone would care. Uh, I was just being a young woman and dating, and somehow that provokes conversation. Footloose and francie free. There were lots of hard lessons I had to learn through basically just having a personal life. Hmm. She said, you realize, oh, I can't live my life in the way that I used to. I have to keep my cards slightly closer to my chest. And she said there was a time, for example, when I would post anything on my Instagram, and now I'm very, very careful. About what I put out into the world Speaking of Pete Davidson He appears to be off the market again For Us Weekly He is now dating actress Madeline Klein Uh, The pair reportedly spent the night At the Beverly Hills Hotel Ooh, maybe they had sex Stayed for breakfast together I think they were just holding fingers Oh, just holding
0: fingers? Yeah Well, that's Um, uh, that's, um, (laughs) halfway to first base A source said that they were
2: really low-key And kept things casual Wearing baseball hats
0: Uh, Where is she
2: from? Don't know. Okay, but this name is again? actress. Her name is uh, Madeline Klein.
5: She's Got M8. a ton of um, Instagram followers. Uh, I pulled it up the other day. Press it, and then I'll okay. find it for you.
2: Um, see if you can see what she. she has she's purdy. She's, yeah, she's very purdy. Um, so, how do we know it wasn't just a, a friendly overnight hangout? Well, we. Well, their fingers were all red. We don't, but it's worth noting that in addition to the <laughs> Us Weekly report, multiple sources confirmed <sighs> to people that the couple have made their romantic relationship official. I can't even point. Um, oh, okay. Or do you, What? She was in Outer Banks. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. All right. So um, hmm. I guess I got a thing going Did on. Did right you now. guys watch that? No, I did not. No, no, I know that Chuck watched it, right? Watch
3: the uh, show. Yeah, I told that was like I started watching it, got a little into it, and then I was like, I'm watching a real life Scooby Doo. I can't take it. It's ridiculous.
6: Uh-oh. I watched the last episode of the fi- of the second season, and I didn't. As I'm watching everything unfold, I'm like, Oh, I I don't. What were there, like? Uh, fifteen episodes before that, I'm like, I don't need to watch those need- other fifteen episodes. That's
0: a bad time when you can jump in fourteen or fifteen episodes <laughs> into a series. Uh-huh. I, I know mean, it, exactly what's going on? But
3: and it was like. The, there there was one episode, they were in like a graveyard, and yeah. like there was, and I was like, yeah, I was
4: like, this is stupid too.
3: I mean, they just ate the dog.
0: They uh, <laughs> literally like, had that sound. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> oh my God. God. I know the sound, because I love it. We both did it.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. shit.
5: Case, did you watch it because your son watched it? Because it was, was on TV. Yeah. I, it was in the
4: room
2: that
5: I was, and it had to have been. I think it was Seamus. Ben yeah. was uh, into it for a stretch, and I think he was into it because a, a bunch of his friends were into it.
2: Well, speaking of haunted stuff, Kevin Bacon appeared on Rob Lowe's literally podcast, recently, literally, and uh, shared a chilling story. Just in time for the season, uh, he said that he was forced to destroy a house on his farm in Connecticut because the previous owner believed it was haunted. Uh, and uh, Kevin said, uh, "He said I can't sell it to you because it's haunted," and. I'm I'm afraid that you'll get possessed and, you know, do some serious damage. So the pair went back and forth on this haunted house thing uh before agreeing Uh, that he would destroy the house within a month after purchasing the property. Like, they had to make this agreement in order for him to
0: purchase the property. And did you read that Kira Sedgwick would not allow anything from the house? So
2: he said, please tell me you went and spent the night in the haunted house. And Lowe said, uh, the bacon replied, uh, not only did I not do that, but I went up there and there were some beautiful old pine boards and a banister. And I said to Kira, we got to take these out. And she said, no, you are not. (laughs) You're putting those effing things... You're not putting those effing things in our house. That's pretty <laughs> wild. Kevin explained the story behind the supposed haunting. He said it was a long story that had to do with a Native American who in the 1700s had been murdered by a colonial soldier. Uh, the owner had, the, had had ghostbusters there. Uh, this whole long, long thing, he said.
0: Well, if you follow any of this stuff and the way that these stories shake out... You can level the house, but the
6: yeah. bad juju will still be there. So I saw this video on the Instagram the other day, and it's and it's it's kind of freaky, it's scary. But you know, this guy essentially, there's a ghost in this guy's house, right? And I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, this is scaring me every little bit of it. And then I started reading the comment sections, mm-hmm. and there were uh, these comments that I had never seen before. Steve, you got a scowl that, on your face. That's but scary. I'm, I'm, I'm reeling you in here. That's scary. Okay. Uh, the 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 uh, um, comments keep saying, I claim no energy from this video. And this one says, F it. I claim all the energy from this video. And then this one says, I claim no energy from this video. God protect me. So people are
0: watching these scary videos. Thinking that they could be uh, possessed or receive bad uh, vibes from a video. Yes. Well, okay. Have you ever heard of anything like that before? I- I've heard of people uh, th- that... Artifacts or things associated or people who have left, um, you know, if they encounter someone in that community, if they've gone and investigated a haunted house, they will invoke that. They'll say that to protect them from the bad energy. Mm -hmm. I think if you blow the house up, it probably works, (laughs) you know, so we'll see. But simply from viewing a post um, on Instagram. I claim no energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please do
6: not... Uh, I do no that when I watch Pornhub. Yeah, do yeah. not jump through the interwebs and Yeah, and yeah. Me. Well, listen... Well, happened in the ring. Yeah, it's happened happened
0: in the ring. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah, that is VHS, though.
2: All right, and then one more story. Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, said that Armageddon no longer holds a title oh. as the film that violates more <laughs> laws of physics per minute than any other film made. <laughs> All right. The astrophysicist said that Moonfall <laughs> takes the cake instead. <laughs> I was not familiar with this movie. Moonfall yeah, is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It it posits that the moon is actually... Uh, there's a creature that, yeah, that lives in the hollow moon. That's funny. Yeah, so
2: uh, Tyson said it was a pandemic film that came out. You know, Halle Berry and the moon is approaching Earth and they learned that it's hollow and there's a moon being made out of rocks living inside of it. And the Apollo missions were really to visit to feed the moon being. <laughs> and he said, and I just couldn't. So I said, all right, I thought Armageddon had a secure hold on this crown, but apparently not. So that is the movie per minute that breaks all laws of physics more so than any other. Yeah, I can him. see that. Yeah. All right, I think we better move on to the Clips. Spy Kids Armageddon is about the children of the original Spy Kids okay. when they unwittingly help a powerful game developer unleash a computer virus that gives him control of all technology. And here, uh, Director Robert Rodriguez talks about the possibilities of another sequel. As the first Spy Kids series, we had a, a movie in the
8: theater every year for three years straight for Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3. They were consecutive. We were just... Finishing one and starting the next, so that that would be really great. But fortunately, with these kids, we got them so young; they, they're younger than the original Spike kids. They're only eight years old, so we've got
2: them for you know uh, several years. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. So they're going to keep on making these things. Oh, forever yeah. as long as they've got uh, people young enough to play the parts. I did enjoy the first uh, yeah, was two.
0: Yeah, st- was Stone is in the. Is he in the third? I
2: don't remember which one. I just oh, remember yeah. him playing all those My characters. Daughters. His daughters <laughs> My were daughters. in it. Uh, Spy Kids Armageddon is now out on Netflix, and here's our next clip. The biography film *Wildcat* is about the American novelist Flannery O'Connor struggling to publish her first novel, and here actor Maya Hawke discusses the plot of the movie. Here we go.
3: It's about um, um, the intersection of like the faith and imagination, and exploring a young woman's trajectory into understanding and contextualizing her upbringing as a Catholic into her growing up as a writer, and um, and how to kind of sow seeds of. Consistency and faith between those two things. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't think I want to see
2: it. Uh, I love her. I hope she has uh, enough range to continue on beyond yeah. uh, the success of uh, Stranger Things because her character Robin is so great. Terrific. She plays it wonderful. So Wildcat is finished filming and is set to be released soon. Her father is the director, Ethan Hawke. No kidding, yeah. he directed it. Mm-hmm. All right, good for her. All right, and that's the entertainment report this morning. We had some good stuff in there. Yeah, it was very good. Speaking of good stuff, we have a lot going on today. From Mum Cash, two times. We'll start that at 8 a.m. We're going live on Fox Good Day this morning. We're going to have Brandon Novak on the program. Uh, We have a secret text word. Chance for you to win a four-pack of tickets to the famous Monsters Fest, which uh, the Osbournes will be there. That's Ozzy, Sharon, Jack, Kelly. They will all be there at uh valley forge um the date they are there the whole thing's going on the 13th through the 15th so you can check and find out what days are going to be there but nonetheless we're going to have tickets for that so text the word secret to 39333 and when we return about 25 minutes from now an absolute Comedy legend will be joining us. Mr. John Cleese is going to be on the program. John Cleese. Yes, and he is coming to town uh, for an evening. It's called An Evening with the Late John Cleese at the Kimmel Cultural Campus on October 25th. And tickets are on sale now, so we'll talk to him when we come back. So stick around. I think you'll enjoy it.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex with more and more area families struggling with food insecurity. Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000. WMMR Advertising Campaign. This year, all Business Challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation, large or small. Every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. We're very excited.
2: In the next 10 minutes or so, we are scheduled to, and you know how these things sometimes Oh, play yes, out. and it's us. We are scheduled to have a phone call from a comedy legend. Uh, Mr. John Cleese is going to be reaching out to us. I mean, <laughs> I mean come, come on. on, man.
0: Yeah, uh, If you're talking a foundational talent in the way that I look at comedy, he's... Uh, the, the python crew him in particular introduced me to um the the goons and spike milligan and uh the early works of peter sellers and all of those great british comedians and comedy uh, comedy groups uh and and the, the monty P- i mean a fish called wanda for christ's sake i say. know i know my my friend jim
2: and i who we play golf regularly together and nary does a round of golf go by that yeah. we have not <laughs> quoted a fish called wanda while yeah. we're playing golf i mean for whatever reason it always pops up huh. um and you know what steve you mention mentioned, um... Uh, Monty Python and and him specifically, yeah, he was always the face of that troupe to me, and I don't know
0: why. Ministry sh- of Silly Walks, yeah, yeah, all, all of the, a lot of the iconic bits involved him. That he was, he would be the face. He though, um, and he would say this uh, and has said it in interviews. Um, there were uh, like uh, Graham Chapman, who was his uh, writing partner uh, and who, who passed away, obviously. Um, he, they, they all they they loved it more. He took it. Sometimes he took it. Too seriously about the the comedy and and and, uh, and so, but he looks back on on it now, and he even he himself can laugh and see what a joy it was. I yeah. mean, because and he does end up like in the parrot sketch and all that stuff. Yeah. He's he's in one of the there are a tremendous amount of classic Python bits, but if you look at the ones that really get mentioned the most. He's dead center. The Twin Peaks of Kilimanjaro. <laughs> yeah. I, uh.
6: <laughs> this is the best. There, there are a few kids in my grade school class, and I've know i I've known these kids since kindergarten, and uh, and they were all in the Monty Python. And I didn't get it because... I, these guys were all smart, you know what I mean? Like they were all like top ten in the in the high school class, like really really smart people, and that's why they were able to get it at such a young age. I wasn't able to get it until Didn't, I think I was in college.
0: You know what? But as, as the thing was, it was stupid. They yeah. they purposely yes. meant they it was it was a pushback against. Like the 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 pomp and circumstance of the crown and the monarchy and and the stuffy British sort of um, perception yeah. mm-hmm. and so it was it was a punch back at that that's why they I mean you you've seen the the fish slapping sketch right mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's a classic yeah. it's incredibly stupid yeah and yet it works
2: yeah there was there were some things that were just absurd yeah, uh-huh. yeah. just absolutely absurd and the absurdity is what made it, it hilarious was, yeah yeah so we're excited to talk to very him very much so uh, about ten minutes so we'll get a call so we'll see how that goes uh, but in the meantime we, we have a little bit of time to kill while he is uh, uh waiting to join us. Oh is this the time killer? It's the time killer okay then I, no. I got no why not I because I don't need another I don't need another character it is time for the time killer
1: oh. okay do we Across the span of eternity <laughs> He arrives just in time to kill.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. And I, it's hard to follow up a voice like that, but I will do what I can. Um, so let's talk about first dates for a moment. Yes. I'm going on one later. Uh, well, congratulations. Yeah. I wish you. Do you remember how nervous <laughs> no. you were before going? Terrified. On that first date with someone that you don't really even know yet?
0: I had so many, like, um, I, I think it was a movie date. And I had, um, just in case. I had the entire movie timetable section of the newspaper folded up in my pocket in case we had to if, if I screwed up or there was something uh, that I, I like I Oh okay yeah. yeah and then I took advice on 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 uh, you know eating and what you should eat and what makes you look stupid when you eat and stay, <laughs> stay away from messy foods like I was terrified Wow
6: you know I've only been on two first dates in my entire life You went not right write to the third date Uh no oh. no no I uh, my wife and I uh, and, and, but like even that it was like a lunch date it was it was kind of like an interview. Um, and then uh, then a girl Where do you see yourself in 10 years?
0: Yeah, and then a girl well, hopefully like, in your pants. Uh,
6: at some point I think maybe in between junior senior year of college she and I went out on a date and that was kind of it. Like
0: I've never Do you know what was the most effortless that? effortless date in, in first date in my life was my wife. Yeah. Um that, that that that's when that's one of the steps in knowing that she was the one. So the, other, you like the other times up. that yeah. you were that you were with uh, girls, they were just hookups.
2: They weren't dates. <laughs> well, prostitutes. Because I know you've been with more than two women. I, yeah, life.
6: but like I, I, but not in the classic sense of like. Going out on
0: a date, like I just—I would like to take you out and, and that sort of thing. You, that dynamic didn't exist. Yeah.
6: So, like my the girl that I dated before my wife, I dated her for three years, and we met in college, and we had hooked up a bunch of times in college. Uh, but like the only time I like took her out on a date, right. was uh, like her birthday. And but we had already been like hooking up and dating and like okay. like for for months before that.
0: You know what I mean? There, there, but there is a...
6: Like,
3: I think, okay, I think I it's also it. the. T- I think it's also when you date, like college dating, is a little bit different than when you're out of college and you're actually asking someone to go yeah. out. Like in college, you're right. Meeting people at the bar. Yeah, you go to a party and, and we yeah. meet up there. It's a natural like progression.
2: as opposed to just you and I. Yeah. Let's go somewhere and let's get to know each other. Right kind of thing. Right.
5: I yeah. started uh, dating post divorce, and Steve, you know, talked a little earlier about like being nervous or whatever, um, but. I think that's because of what happened earlier in life. Once I was comfortably single, I oh, had no problem dating at all. And, 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 yeah. it was, and actually, it was a lot of fun. And even if the date didn't work out there were, or there was little to no chemistry, it didn't matter to me because it, I was just going out with somebody new and and getting to know them a little bit. And if I, I hit it off with that person and want to go for a second or third, cool. If not, we had a nice night. And yeah. so, let's go on and do whatever we're going to do next. Absolutely. Know? So here's a tip. Okay. On, on first dates.
2: Does maybe Benadryl? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no you got cause. it all wrong, buddy.
8: Sorry,
2: Bill. Hang, hang back. Uh, this is according to a relationship expert, Paul Brunson's, uh, two of them, uh, Paul Brunson and Mel Schilling. So they recommend instead of the standard, you know, movie or, or dinner thing. Right. Which is, why I, I made two mistakes, obviously, then. That you go for a walk. As your first date. Okay. Yeah. Walking with someone is a form of what they call parallel play. You can see how someone enjoys a walk without making physical contact. Is Uh, the
0: rule of thumb, though, to always stay in the line of sight of the prison guards?
2: Uh, Yes, probably a good idea. Uh, Dinner dates where two people look directly at one another could subconsciously signal a confrontation or fight just because of the... I want to fight The
0: way you guys are... (laughs) The way you are set up facing... I want to fight you.
2: That you are
0: uh, facing... I don't want to talk I see that as uh, very legitimate. I think that that is um, you know, first off, that's a great idea to go on a walk or just something that, that is an activity that doesn't involve you like, as Casey, you said, it almost felt like an interview yeah right and so that dynamic exists that way yeah. so you are a lush i can tell by looking at see, you that date didn't work out <laughs> <laughs> i could tell right looking at you you're not gonna give me that i can tell right now yeah just me Pull oh. my finger <laughs> pull my finger
2: <laughs> so uh, uh no i don't want to pull your finger no. you're a coward
6: oh <laughs> oh
2: well, I'm afraid okay, you're gonna well, buy myself. I'll take you specifically. I'm gonna crap myself. Um so here's the deal about taking a walk. you could offer up, hey, why don't we why don't we grab a cup of coffee and go for a walk?
0: Why don't we go to a remote part of the forest and go for a walk? No, maybe not that. <laughs> maybe stroll Rittenhouse Square or something like that. Let's go to a place where someone screaming couldn't be heard.
2: So uh, couples don't have this particular, the the problem of being set up in what subconsciously might be a confrontational position. When you're taking a walk you don't have that problem. You're walking side by side. Yeah. Uh, Some couples responded positively to the idea. One replied, my husband and I used to go on walks together when we were 16. Now we've been together 21
0: years. Yeah. And you could play it this way. As as the uh, walk starts to go and if going well and you do want to look at each other you can walk backwards yeah. oh yeah yeah in you front of right, yeah
6: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay i remember going for a walk with a girl in the woods and she was like i am really scared right now and i said you're scared i'm like i gotta walk out of here alone <laughs> I, <don't, boom! laughs>
2: I knew by it's his
0: true. body because yeah. yeah. like he
4: yeah. started to
0: do his shifting thing yeah, yeah. And i that did that not let's check the tape <laughs> let's go to the footage you were you shifting. It was a slight bit of shifting. Oh God! I knew it because it was a brazier joke
4: I heard three days ago. <laughs> 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 is that it? Told you?
6: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's also the way he tells it is way worse. Oh yeah, it yes, takes it, about yeah. ten
0: minutes. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. So anyway, that might be something to consider if you're, um, you know, thinking about asking somebody out. What do you to think th- about the walk? What do you think about
0: the notion, of the person, of, of like a coffee, uh, and, and, as opposed to like, like a that. like a midday thing? I, I like <clears> that.
2: Now, as as a more casual approach as to let's go out to dinner. Um, meeting for a lunch date, because you have a, a more of a finite time, a little bit, uh, you know, you got to get going,
0: you got busy things, you're you're busy, you got things to do. And this is, the, yeah, you, 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 it doesn't have to be a, a laborious thing. What about you surprise her at work with a full turkey dinner? Oh, yeah. okay, with dressing, turkey, uh, <laughs> stuffing
2: that's and everything? Yeah, yeah. That Maybe is so. a
6: lot. I mean, that's going to be hours of preparation. You know, a bag of spaghetti works, but easier.
2: <laughs>
0: in fact, you <laughs> yeah. don't even have to be there, just yeah. mail it <laughs> to her. <laughs> you just mail her. I <laughs> her. got a bag of spaghetti in the mail. Was that you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like you. You like me? <laughs> yep. Your secret admirer. Yeah. This bag Casey. of spaghetti represents admirer. my love for you. Your secret admirer, comma, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, that's not a
0: secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it! Second, Damn box, it what Second box. includes sauce. <laughs> um, love, your secret but the,
2: the, I can see the movie thing is tough, and I've done that too as a first date. But you don't, you talk. don't communicate. You that's don't a bad. That's a, yeah. It's a
0: bad move to do that because if you really want to find out about someone, yeah. you know, uh, of course, you know, uh, placing yourself in a life and death situation would help as well. Um, I told you the, uh,
2: um, the one time I took a gal on a first date and and first dates are good because you can find out immediately sometimes yeah. whether it's a good idea or not. And this girl was just telling me how she kicked this other girl's ass <laughs> and was reveling in her ass kickery. That, yeah. And I'm like, okay,
0: I was just waiting for the check to come at uh-huh. this point. Here we but, go. That's, there we that's, go. That's all good. I can't even count the social diseases I've had.
2: Uh, Marissa says, uh, "Best first state is uh, a quizzo event. Oh, that's not a a bad idea
0: unless you're a raging moron.
2: Uh, Well, then you're going to find out pretty quick, (laughs) right? You know, how many states again?" But that's active because you're uh, you're bouncing ideas off of each other when you're doing Quizzo, and you also might find out that they have similar interests. What about as you?
0: Activity dates, as, as Kathy was talking about, oh, yeah, you know, all those things where you again you're doing something that doesn't place the onus on being a um, a dynamic conversationalist, right? Yeah, you you something know? to distract you. Can you can just simply grunt. Something you can participate in
2: <laughs> while you're doing that, like um, axe throwing. Axe throwing, like yes. That. I don't know. I
6: love axe throwing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dude, I want to join a league so bad, but I got. <laughs> You nobody should. i got, i'm not going to do it by myself and nobody i got nowhere to go <laughs> i got nowhere to go All right. no, um but nobody wants to do it with me nobody has either the time or wants
0: to. the problem with axe throwing is that you can't the um i mean you have to go to an axe throwing place yes i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, but there's i don't um, think Diane would like you to throw on axes
2: in the I'm bag. mildly no, intrigued
0: not. by that but I know that I wouldn't have the time is it like once a week
4: Yeah, or? it's like
2: a
0: Tuesday or Wednesday night do you know it's a better and more dangerous sport axe catching you
2: know, I'd be pretty good
0: at it. <laughs> yeah, so. I know you would. Yeah. You sure. wanna, dude. Um, oh, my God. And we what? could have, like... You guys going like, to start a league? We could
6: have, like, a high five with, like, axes thing that
5: we could. No. Ching, ching, yeah, yeah. 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 Like,
0: like a cobra. Yes. Clank. Yeah. yeah. Clank.
5: It's, that's a once-a-year thing, man. Like, the, the once a week is way too much axe throwing. A
0: once-in-a-lifetime.
5: Yeah. Yeah. But if
6: you're good at it, once a week is... Perfect. That is perfect. That's perfect. All right. Well, we're waiting. The, we'll
0: wait and the see. expert axe thrower
2: say that. All right. Well, uh, Marissa is. I can see her. She's smiling. She's chatting with our guest on the line. She's getting. Ready. In fact, she can't stop talking to him. She's smiling <laughs> so big that she's going to get him on hold, and we're going to welcome him. We're going to start our interview. Oh, by the way, this has been the time killer. Oh yeah. Uh, new time character killer. that I was not even aware was created on the show this morning. So. When we need to kill time. All right. Um, and it's appropriate that we're playing this music right here. Oh, yeah, right. I didn't even mean for this to happen as our guest was coming on board because his show is called An Evening with the Late John Cleese. And he will be performing at the Kimmel Cultural Campus on Wednesday, October 25th. I can't tell you how excited we are to welcome right now, ladies and gentlemen, Mr.
12: John Cleese Yay! to the show.
2: Good morning, John.
12: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm in London. And it's quite nice weather. Extraordinary. We get two or three days like this every year.
2: What, two or three. And that's it. And listen, first of all, I am so sorry about your passing. I'm very sorry <laughs> to hear that, sir.
12: Yes, it was upsetting at the time. But, um, <laughs> you see, uh, I was able um, to, to rise again on the third day. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> that, that's uh, very, very impressive.
12: Yep. Well, I had a, um, a a lovely old aunt who was very keen on Christianity, and she taught me a few of the Christian tricks, and that's a really good one. <laughs> that, that,
4: of all of
0: them, that's probably the most uh, handy to have, is the resurrection game. Um
12: <laughs> very, very uh, you know, handy. And uh, I, so I, I rose again, and uh, I'm able to go on working, which is important, because I still need the money. I mean, just because you die right. doesn't mean you stop up needing money.
0: <laughs> I, I have. Happened to see and doing some research for the interview today, John, I was watching a clip of you performing what you referred to as your alimony tour, a live stage (laughs) performance. And uh, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen because you actually have a picture of your ex-wife, your newly ex-wife at that time, at an ATM machine, at a cash machine, (laughs) pulling out a wad of cash. And your exchange on stage is hilarious.
12: It's a wonderful, wonderful picture, and obviously, some pap was following her, and she goes to this ATM in the in the street, and she takes some money out, and uh, with the watch of notes that she takes out, absolutely <laughs> really huge. I mean, it's the largest amount of money I've ever seen taken out, and of course, it's all
4: mine.
0: <laughs> uh, it was just uh, so. Uh, I have to ask just on that one thing, and not to go. Off on a tangent here, but uh, was that um, was that ever responded to? Did she ever um, give you any uh, guff for that? Not that it mattered. No,
12: no, no. She, um, I, I, she, uh, I was a good friend of William Goldman. Oh yeah, a great screenwriter. Wrote Butch Cassidy and All the President's Men and and, and uh, Misery and Princess Bride, which was his favorite. And after about twenty years, Bill said to me, "John, you're one of the funniest people in the world." What's it like uh, being married to someone with no sense of
4: humour?
12: <laughs> 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 I, I said... I said uh well do
0: you get used to it <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or you don't and you move on and you, and you have happily um, I wanted to ask you about the whole premise of the show both my wife and I are absolutely going when she heard you were coming to the area. she's a massive fan as well uh but I, I will tell you uh, this uh that, you know so so many comedians Woody Allen was famous um you know of, uh for being fascinated with death you have a uh, uh sort of an interest I would uh, wouldn't maybe not call it a fascination and you uh was um uh reading an interview with you and you were talking about early on and this this blew my mind you recommended the poem gray's elegy to read to co- sort of frame you know oh my god yes and yes, and and my father in my father passed that on to me and it and it, it it's it's been a cornerstone of my life going forward explain what happened with that
12: pleased to hear that. What a wonderful thing. What a truly wonderful thing. Yes, it's an extraordinary um, uh, poem and what, what some people think the greatest poem ever written in, in, in uh, the English language as opposed to the American English language. And uh, the, the uh, basic idea is um, uh, the paths of glory lead but to the grave. And in fact, there was a wonderful movie I saw uh, called The Paths of Glory with Kirk Douglas in it about about the first world war and uh, you know people spend all their time trying to acquire money and, and become important the question is <laughs> what do you do when you die <laughs> no, the, none, of that, none of that's ever, ever any, any use to you um, so I think that that's a very good a good thought to carry in your mind is what's the purpose of all this do I really need a new car is that really going to make man that kind of thing will determinates my thinking, and uh, that's why, for example, although I've been offered one or two honors i've never taken them
0: because deep down they're a (laughs) bit (laughs) silly yeah it's a good context to look at life to sort of be reminded that that it's all ephemeral at a certain level and what really should matter and it's it's a great way to approach it but my head spun when i saw that. i'm like oh my god that's that uh, i was recommended that early on in life and it and it and it really did help me and so throughout your life do you do you find
12: so i think I think, yeah. I I, I actually read read it because I went to... I couldn't get into Cambridge straight away. So when I was 19, I went off to teach at a little school where I'd actually been as a pupil. Uh And the senior master was still there, Mr. Bartlett, who was a wonderful teacher. And I said to him, tell me a poem I should learn. And he told me to learn um, Grey's Elegy. I don't think I could do much of it now. A full many a flower is born to to blush unseen and wasted sweetness on the desert air. You know, it's great stuff. And uh, I think it did permeate in the same way that it did with you. And it's given me this um, fairly uh, sort of casual, slightly philosophic attitude to life of... I learned quite early on to
4: say, "Does this really matter?" Yeah, and
12: mm. uh, when something goes wrong, it's very good just to stop for a moment and say, "How much does this really matter?" And always,
0: <laughs> 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 not much. No, it, 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 well, it, it does not matter. I, yeah,
2: I will tell you what I what I, I I do believe that does matter. John is is leaving behind some legacy, yeah. and and as an illustration of that, um, Monty Python. Um, uh, it, the Holy Grail. When I was in high school, um, one of my my history professor, when we were done with the uh, my senior year um, as as a final, instead of giving us an actual final, he allowed us to watch Holy Grail. And I fast forward to my my son, <laughs> his senior year three years ago. Uh, he was in an academic program, an academic Olympic program, and as a reward for as performing well, they rented out a movie theater. And they showed Monty Python and the Holy Grail to these, these kids that were 18 years old. And here we are at this day and age. Yeah. And that film is still carrying as much weight as it did in entertaining <laughs> young people. That has got to be, that's got to feel fantastic.
12: Oh, I mean, it's lovely when you uh, when you tell me that. I feel quite touched by it because I think it's so important to laugh. I think it it moves us to a better part of ourselves when we laugh. We become less anxious. I, 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 I'll tell you this story very quickly. I went to Sarajevo, and for four years during the siege of Sarajevo, when there were Serbs up in the hill lobbing shells down to them, and. People with uh, snipers, Serbian snipers with uh, um, telescopic lenses, uh, shooting people in the street. And they told me that what they did was, um, after dark, they they all used to go to an underground garage, which had been converted into a cinema, and they used to watch comedy films, mainly Python. Wow. And afterwards, when they all came out of the cinema in the dark, because it was safe, um, they felt better. Mm. Now the whole point is nothing had changed. But they felt better, better able to deal with the situation. And that's incredibly interesting because as I say nothing had changed. So except what had changed and the laughing that moved them to a better philosophical position. Yeah. And I think that's what it does because laughter has some wonderful effects for a start. It's a democratic thing. It's very hard to maintain a hierarchy in a humorous atmosphere because everybody becomes much matier. Mm. and friendlier and stop it, try, Stop trying to pretend they're superior to other people. So I think that love is hugely important. And the other thing I would say to young people is most of the funny, really funny things were done a long time ago. Mm. Go back and look at Caesar. Yeah. Go back and look at W.C. Fields or the Marx Brothers. You know, these are they're wonderfully funny. They're much funnier than most of the stuff that's out there now. But young people always think that what has been done recently is, to some strange reason, more important. And the answer is no, the great stuff, most of the great stuff, they're in history.
5: Uh, John, I was not really familiar with the Graham Norton show until uh, Instagram um, started uh, bringing those clips to the United States. And I've become a fan of uh, Graham Norton. And uh, you reposted a clip not that long ago of you on uh, the couch. And Taylor Swift was sitting to your left. And uh, you told a a story about cats. And to me, it was just this quintessential John Cleese moment of you being you and Taylor Swift being a little confused by British people's humor. And and, and I'm curious as to um, (laughs) what your impression was of, of that moment and
12: Oh, I, I thought it was lovely. You see, I'm such an old, old-fashioned old thing, and I've never been much interested in popular music that I had never heard of her. <laughs> um, wow. And when she was coming, coming on the program, they said, oh, she's uh, sort of singing Western style. I thought, oh, dear, I won't be able to understand her speech. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she sits down there's this immensely poised, funny, what cool woman there, you know? And um, very... Very pretty, but so elegant and effortless. And then they put pictures up of her cat, um, <laughs> which are called S- Scottish folds with a strange folded ears. That's right. <laughs> and I felt so comfortable with her because she's so smart. You know, uh, I I I said, "What happened to them?" <laughs> <laughs> she said what do you mean what happened to them I said well did they have an accident (laughs) and everybody is Broke up, and I, I just thought, what a marvelous young woman! I must find out more about her. And as we parted, I said to her, "You've got to do more comedy, because I thought she was quite wonderful. But of course all she does is singing, where she should be doing comedy, she's brilliant.
0: That's yeah, great. no, she's a she's a a, a superstar. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to something earlier that you said, uh, uh, John, concerning you know, um, taking the uh, the air out of um, uh, people. That humor is a great leveler and uh there was a great uh, series about uh, the, the history yeah, of Monty Python and 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 Python was was formed you know we were talking about this earlier before you came on it was it was a response to the stuffiness um of the yeah. time and and right and so um, and uh, it was sort of a struggle, I think, because we had not seen really anything like that. I remember, for God's sakes, watching that on public television here. Yes. And, uh, you know, it just rocked my world that it, that, that people would commit so wholeheartedly to the absurd. And it was just brilliant. <laughs> um, finding that voice, finding that general attitude of the show and getting that collection of people together was in your memory. Is that an arduous? It has affected people. It's absolutely yeah. fascinating. So, men
12: have often said to me, "Thanks for making me laugh," but women have said, um, uh, "Thanks for helping to form my sense of humor," which is a huge compliment.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, that that would hold true for me. Uh, there. Yeah. And, and it, mm-hmm. it it means a lot. Um, I have to ask you. So I was unfamiliar with the uh, the Cambridge Footlights. And and uh, which you, was that your your first? That's a that's a college. Is that a college um, performing group on the order of the Harvard Lampoon, or what? What? Where does that fall? There
12: anybody from anybody? I think there were twenty colleges at Cambridge. So anybody from any college, and indeed from any discipline could come to this little club room and they had to do an audition. And if they did, then uh, they could come in and have lunch or uh, uh, get a drink there in the evening. And I liked it because they they weren't all... A bit like some of the other students trying to sort of be a bit one upish What I liked about them is that they were very relaxed and you could joke with them and tease each other and have have a nice time. And it was only years later that I realized that that's what happens in a humorous atmosphere. Everybody gets sort of premier people are supposed to be terribly important don't like comedy because it's very hard to be pompous in a comedy atmosphere
4: when people are laughing it's a great leveler Terribly healthy. You were
0: you were talking about the uh, I was uh, watching an interview. You were talking about the coronation of King Charles, and and you were you were invited into watching your wife on, on the bed, and you just burst out laughing because that's everything that you have sort of uh, oh your comedy has sort of bristled against over the years. The the, the pomp, correct? Correct. Yes, I wasn't expecting
12: to have that reaction, but <laughs> she was watching the television surrounded by our cat. Which is her standard position, and uh, I came to join her. And I looked at the bit. <clears throat> excuse me. I looked at it for about three, four seconds, and then I just. I <laughs> laughed and laughed and laughed, and she looked at me. She started laughing. She said, "What is it?" I said, "It's Mountie python. <laughs> 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 trying to pretend that somebody's something serious is going on, and I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. That's great. Um, I now the rumor is, and I don't know if this is true, the uh, a, a reboot. A faulty towers um, with your daughter as a, a co-writer and a co-star. Is this in fact the case?
12: Uh, yes, it will happen, but it's a long time down the road. And one of the producers uh, put out a press release. Uh, there was no point in putting it out, and he put it out without warning everyone. So the whole thing suddenly magnified and hardly existed. I mean, Camilla and I were actually talking about it last night, because I'm back in England, so we had a chat about it. Uh, it's a long way from happening, but it will happen, and it was not helpful having this Big press release when the
0: whole thing was just a glint in our eye. Right, so it's sort of put the, the weight of it on you. But so, so down the road, it is in the works, but um, it, it'll it'll be uh, later than sooner.
12: Yeah, there's a lot in the works. For example, she and I rewrote the book for a musical of A Fish Called Wonder, and we spent the last month in L.A. working on that. Wow. She's wrote music for the original film, and also wrote most of the music for Slamalong. And a wonderful, uh, really lovely director... Called B.T. McNichols who used to work as assistant to Mike Nichols, oh. who is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, in, in anything to do with humour, he's up there with God. And so anybody who worked with Mike Nichols is, is you know, someone I bow and scrape to. And he's done. We've done a very good job on the first act. So. I've been doing that, but I'm back in London, and uh, this afternoon I'm um, uh, preparing some uh, a video to show all the people who are going to be doing the life of Brian stage show next year.
0: Oh, that is fantastic! Yeah,
12: a A lot going on.
0: A fish called Wanda
2: musical is that uh, film or stage uh, production you're thinking? Stage show. Oh, wonderful.
12: Uh, Hopefully uh, in in 2025, because these kind of things take an enormous amount of work and paperwork to get through. Um, But apparently it's in very good shape. So I'm going to go back there in November after we finish the tour. Um, oh, yeah, that's all we should
2: have been talking about. <laughs> uh, the tour, by the way, and I, I love this uh, statement about uh, an evening with the late John Cleese. It says here in the statement, in lieu of flowers, the comedian wishes for you to please buy the VIP ticket, which includes premium seating, exclusive poster, and a post-show photograph with Mr. Cleese.
0: Uh, then then I will honor you that way with my wife. We will absolutely do that. Oh, <laughs> sir.
12: <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's fun, actually. And again, with the atmosphere, when I walk in, to the, you know, the people lined up, and I get 10 minutes after the show, and then they said they're ready, and walk in, there's always a slight fear of anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's terribly funny, like, if something didn't <laughs> go wrong. Right. Uh, right. I'm very
0: abused by this, because what <laughs> would it matter if something went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> they oh, they would ask for a refund on the that's
12: spot. Well, you start making jokes, and what happens is all the anxiety just fades away in about five seconds, and everybody starts having a good time, you know, mm. and joking and smiling and waving and doing silly things. And everyone becomes, becomes very democratic in a good sense. Well, the show... And I like doing that afterwards. Yeah, they, they, you know, for the, for the photographs afterwards. Uh,
2: the show will be at the Kimmel That's Campus good. Wednesday, October 25th, and uh, tickets are available at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. In the evening with the late John Cleese, uh, John, you you are an absolute treasure. This is this is an, an honor, honor for us to speak with you. Am, and we- uh,
12: pass the word on. Will you? <laughs> I, Just yes, we, you. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> we shall. pass the word on. Uh, thank you. I've been very unappreciated. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll
2: we'll turn that around, and and we hope you have a great time when you're in Philadelphia on the twenty fifth, sir. Yeah. All
12: right. right. It's not too late to turn
2: it around. <laughs> all right. Not too late. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. John Cleese. Yeah. Take care, sir. We'll see you soon. Oh, my goodness. That's uh, great. That's one for the bucket list right there. Yeah, no doubt. He's fantastic. We've, never, we've talked to him before. Have we not? I don't no, think no. I don't we had Eric Idle on. Yeah, Eric and Idle That was great. And we talked about the Ruddles and, and, and all kinds of Because I think he was doing a, there was like a Ruddles um anniversary celebration or something along those lines but he was great because i remember I'd, i said uh michael palin we had also
0: b- talking about the uh the travel show
2: but Eric Otto, I'd, I'd said um i i said uh, wink wink and he goes uh i go wink wink nudge nudge he goes ah say no more yeah. i mean like he just went right <laughs> into it yeah. and they're awesome yeah i was talking earlier about how i didn't get it when i was
6: younger and then when i um when i had uh my wisdom tea taken out, my aunt pat got me the box set uh monty python flying circus yeah and, and so I watched it, and I, at that point,
0: I think I was like 22 years old, and I was like, oh, I get it now. Well, it, I for, get it. for people who don't know, who yeah. uh, want to take a jump in, you can get, um, and now for something completely different, which is a movie yes. where they redo some of their um, classic TV bits. Yeah. yeah. And it's done with a little bit more production value, and that's a good sort of primer.
2: Yeah, because they're, they're, the, the the sketches are shorter yep, And yep. You get, it's easy to digest And, right. and uh, yeah, that's a great one, Steve That's a good suggestion, wow Alright, so Casey, question Are we taking a break or no?
6: Uh, you know what, no I. And, you can't
0: stop this as entertainment as a juggernaut matter of fact Oh, we need to kill the more time
1: killer. <laughs> You thought you were rid of me,
2: but you which is ineluctably forward. All right. And you are all oh my captives. We will, uh, we'll- ladies and gentlemen, personnel.
4: No. <laughs>
2: we'll kill just a little bit more time, uh, <laughs> because we have to go on, uh, Fox Good Day in four minutes. And then or, Crumbum after that. And then that. we gotta do Crumbum Cash, and so- and then our square dance. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> How about that? This is kind of interesting. In Pennsylvania school, uh, Excuse me, a district, not just a school, is uh, hailing the arrival of what they call twin guard, twinder garden. Yeah, wow, this is this wild. Is,
3: this is my school district. There are Wait, 17
2: sets of twins. This is your school district? Yeah, 17 sets. Wow. White set, Marsh, yeah.
3: 17 sets of twins just in kindergarten. What? Yeah. yeah. Just in what? kindergarten.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? That sounded like Mel Gibson. <laughs> what? What? Uh, Yeah, and they're
3: they're absolutely adorable. Their pictures have been everywhere. They, you know, kind of uh, what? (laughs) They put pictures of each set of twins together, all seventeen of them, and they're just they're so cute. Wow! Uh, Did you guys have twins in your classes?
2: Yes. Uh, Okay. Lampros twins uh, were two very attractive girls, Mm -hmm. but we didn't have. I mean, that's it. Like uh, there was maybe one other set of twins. What about the denuncio
0: triplets? Yeah.
3: Yeah, like I remember, you know, yeah. I had good friends that were twins and there was another set in the school, but that was yeah. all I remembered. I
5: don't Don and Dave Seidel. Those are the only ones I remember. And uh, the uh, Cornaccia brothers, which was always interesting to me because they were fraternal twins and um Chris was this uh dirty, straight Italian boy, and Michael was this prim proper gay Italian boy and uh they, they could not be more opposite personality. Like a yeah Okay, yeah.
2: let me ask you. Even though uh, fraternal twins, uh, they still look a lot alike. Yeah, not really. Maybe see, because my my uncles are fraternal, but they are
5: almost identical. Yeah, sometimes right. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, you might think look at them and think these guys are cousins. They actually they have cousins. Michael has a cousin and Chris has a cousin, and Michael's cousin looks more like Michael, and Chris's cousin looks more like Christopher. And it's just funny to see in that family dynamic, but. Um, the other joke in that family was that uh, Michael did all the eating when they were in the womb together because oh. he, much- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he came out much bigger than Christopher did. Uh, Kathy, funny. it's the Colonial School
2: District. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Montgomery. kindergarten. The, the Mon- it's in Mon- uh, Monco. Seven pairs of twins are starting kindergarten at Ridge Park Elementary School. Six sets are attending White Marsh Elementary School and four are starting at Plymouth Elementary. They should put them all in
0: one class and then pay for the teacher's therapy. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: yeah. you know what?
3: Some of them, because I did see... 6ABC did a story on them, and some of them are in the same class, and then some of them you know, were separated. I think that was kind of like a parent's decision. And the, the one set of twins, the, they were two little girls. She goes, well, we were allowed to be in the same class because we don't really fight.
0: <laughs> uh, well, don't and they. Of course, the great, the the great. I don't know if it's a myth, is that uh, twins develop twin speak. Oh, yep. they, they do it's their own language so, to a certain age, right? Yeah. And then it kind of fizzles out.
2: Yeah,
3: my brother has twins, uh, a boy and a girl. They're turning two uh, actually next weekend in uh, October, and um, they definitely. Right now, they're doing that twin speak like they'll say something and everyone's like what did they say and like the other one will look at us and try to tell us what you know wow, what they the that's other very was saying yeah. of
2: the damned. I love that twins identical twins will do this and you've seen it before where they rehearse the exact same thing yeah, and yeah. say it at the exact same <laughs> time together uh-huh. <laughs> there are movies and stuff where and in fact that, it's it's got, it's got some kind of a, a name to it that whatever that is when they when they learn the and they say it at the exact same speed with the exact same inflection mm. and it's just it's bizarre it's it's, it's pretty cool. weird to see yeah. people doing I that i
6: couldn't help but pull pranks if i was an identical twin did you ever see the movie moving with uh, richard Pryor? Uh, yeah yes. yeah he's got twin sons in that and they keep messing oh, yeah. with people yeah i yeah. always with
2: school stuff listen we got we got to go oh. we got about 5 seconds here before we're going live on fox good day we'll hear some music here in just a moment um and then we will chat with uh, mike and alex see what's going on in their world i'm not hearing anything as of yet there, there it is, it is.
13: There, there it is, it is we'll see what's up with these guys here we go right. Uh, how do you have your significant other uh, what does it say when you call them in the phone how do you have them listed in your phone Preston let's start with you listen
2: I'm crazy boring I've got everybody's name as their name I'm not Interesting at all when it comes to that I know some people have their you know like schmoopy or whatever maybe but <laughs> I, I don't do that
0: oh know? yeah you, yeah I, I mean, it's 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 clear although we do have a ton of nicknames we don't use I have I will use uh, nicknames for other people in my contact list for example uh, I could never quite spell Nick uh, Nick McElwain's name properly so right. <laughs> in, in my contacts and I will I have to tell Siri when I'm in the car driving call Nick make what the f is the because uh, I. <laughs> He says it all uh, out. Yeah, yeah. All, all out, and yeah. that's the only
5: way. And, and then she so recognizes, <laughs> and then we'll place the call. You know what's funny, though? is I'm, I'm like Preston. I'm, I'm boring, too. I, even my parents are not mom and dad. It's Thomas McElwain. It's Betsy McElwain. <laughs> yeah. and, wow. And I, don't, I don't know why, that's but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm the only. I, I'm the,
13: one of the only people I know that does that. I still can't believe Steve can't spell N-I-C-K.
4: Yeah, I know. It's yeah. a little slow. Yeah.
13: It's, it's the McElwain that's my uh, melon twister. So. I hear you, yeah. I have a good friend, Charisma. Her last name is McElwain. All right. I could not spell that for you right now. I, is it an E? Is it an I?
5: I think she has an E at the end of it, yeah. And she's the much better looking McElwain.
13: Do you, ever,
0: do, do you ever place a, uh, like a, um, like I have a, a, an anonymous name that when I send myself a text, it will come up as, a, it'll come up as Mr. Large Genitals. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> Dude. Oh my Mine God. comes up so, as king of
0: farts. Right, right. Yeah, so when you, so that no one sees it but you, but it cracks me up every time if I text myself a message yeah. driving home and I've forgotten about it. Uh-huh. And it will say, you know, <laughs> message from Mr. Large Genitals.
13: Now, how about this one? Not to bring things down, but I'm yeah. going to. My mom passed in 2004 but I still have her in my phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got
0: my I've got a few uh, yep. contacts.
13: And you're not going to
2: get
0: rid of that? Nah, it just feels no. Final. No. Yeah. It's already final, right. but it's even more final. Besides, you have a potential Twilight Zone episode when you get a, <laughs> yes, a call from that number.
13: <laughs> so true. Yeah. I tried to remember my home phone number in Wichita, Kansas when I was a little boy, and I did remember it. MU34165. So I called it the other day, and my sister Name came up, and she passed about a year ago. Oh my
5: oh. God! Oh my
13: gosh. Odd, odd to see. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, that's do, you think the, yeah.
5: do you think she stored it, Mike? Did she got access to the old number, and that that uh, became her current number or her, her former number? That uh, the
13: the number in the sky now. Yeah. yeah. Now it said that the number had been. Uh, Finished off, disconnected. It had had been finished. Because
3: sometimes they give it to other people. There's like a movie, I think, on Netflix Uh, now where this woman, she lost her husband and she decides to keep texting it when someone else has the number and he starts falling in love with her based on the text she thinks she's sending. (laughs) It's Mike Jarrek.
0: Yeah, that's the number that she gets. (laughs) It's it's been
13: incredibly romantic. Wow. Uh, how about Kathy? Uh, is she there today? Yes, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I don't have anything interesting Any, in my phone. No pet the, names. No. The only one that that changed was uh, Nick. He, uh, he was Nick Y one hundred, and then when we came to MMR, like three years in, I was like, uh, I'm going to change that. So now he's Nick MMR.
0: No one wants to spell Nick's last name. I me and Charisma. Apparently. Yeah, I guess
3: that'd be like me putting Mike Fox or something. Yeah, yeah. I do think once you've reached a certain level, I do feel oh. like I shouldn't be first name and last. So I think I'm that in your phone.
0: Mike Fox is an awesome name to have. That's like a, that's <laughs> yeah. like a '60s private detective, Mike Fox,
3: <laughs> or a
13: porn star. Yeah, yeah, uh, Mike Fox, <laughs> fuck
3: naked. Well, maybe
13: I'll change it to that then. All right, <laughs> uh, thanks guys. Thank and you. Don't yeah. See you later, guys. Bye bye. Hey. All
2: right, uh, it is. Wow, it's eight o'clock.
12: Whoa! Yeah. <laughs>
7: Philadelphia.
2: You're a real crumb bum.
7: It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword.
2: Word is live. It can also be live. L-I-B-E. They're spelled the same. Um, You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do this. Enter it at WMMR.com or via the MMR app. Or you can text it to the special contest short code number we have set up. It's 45911. Now, one random entry wins $1,000 in this company-wide contest. And each winner gets a call from Beasley. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. And it's sponsored by Horizon Services. Uh, Don't forget the word it is live. L-I-V-E. Enter that now. We're going to take a break. We haven't even done the bizarre file yet. We'll come back with it and more, so stay with us.
7: Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go. Get important alerts and so much more, because after all, the world needs less app holes.
8: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
7: Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
9: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate dot singercom Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. ihate dot singercom One place, one price.
8: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show
2: podcast. All right, we can now do this.
1: Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Design.
2: Brought to you by Bad Fish, in a tribute to Sublime, this Saturday at the TLA. Doors open at 7, and all tickets are free, while supplies last. Wow, 21 and over. Huh. Uh, that's Bad Fish at the TLA, this Saturday, presented by Nova Farms, and all tickets are free. That's pretty cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, never heard of the free ticket thing. That's yeah. crazy. All right. We're going to start with a story from our area listen to this. The person who stole a shop vac from a truck in Philadelphia's Frankfurt neighborhood could be in for quite the surprise. Don Shump, who owns the truck and vacuum, said that there are hundreds of live hornets inside of
4: it. Shump
2: is the owner (laughs) of Philadelphia Bee Company, a beekeeping operation based in the city. He said, we do removals of anything that flies and stings. His company relocates honeybees and bumblebees and will often use them to make honey to sell in the area. Uh, For hornets and wasps though, Shump said they typically freeze and study them. So last Thursday, the beekeeper siphoned hundreds of hornets into a shop vac while on a job in Malvern. Uh, Shump put the vac in the bed of his pickup truck and made the drive home to Frankfurt. He was planning to freeze the insects the following morning. He said the truck I was driving was new. I hadn't gotten a chance to put a wrap on it yet, so there was no clear signage as to what might be in the vehicle. Well, sometime between 9 p.m. Thursday and 7 a.m. Friday, Shump said someone stole the vacuum out of the bed of the truck. He said the hornets inside the vacuum are large and can be aggressive. He also said the nest inside the stolen shop vac could produce hundreds more this fall. In a post on Facebook, he warned the thief about what they stole. So he wrote, to the poor soul who lifted the shop vac out of the back of my truck, I wanted to give you a heads up. The vacuum was there because it was filled with European, European hornet queens, the largest oh social God. stinging insects in the eastern United States. <laughs> oh, bees! He said, I performed the removal of their nest late yesterday afternoon. Those girls should be full of life and oh. extra spicy, and I anxiously await your unboxing video. <laughs>
11: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: God. He said, I've joked for years that I don't need to lock my vehicle, and generally the bees and wasps afford a safety net. So he said, of all the vacuums and all the trucks that they yeah. could have grabbed, <laughs> I think they grabbed the wrong one. Well, oh, my God. Luckily, shop
0: vacs are not too expensive. Yeah, but, oh, but my God. But the bees, God. oh, what a surprise. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs>
2: Uh, a newly released body cam video shows Seattle Police Department officers and an arrested male suspect being st- I didn't even know I had this back to back. Stung several times by a swarm of wasps. <laughs> <laughs> they this is an all bizarre file. They were later taken to a medical center to be treated for their injuries. After catching and arresting the suspect officers and the suspect were attacked by the insects. One of the officers also suffered a laceration. Were they sting crazy? Uh, yeah, they yeah. they arrested a 22 year old man after he attempted to carjack multiple vehicles. Uh, multiple 911 calls have been made regarding the suspect who was attempting to carjack vehicles with a knife. When officers arrived, they located him in a tunnel. Hmm. The suspect ran from officers and was caught in a nearby area. And then when they, that was in the officers and the suspect were ambushed by the wasps. Uh, in the video, officers can be heard yelling in pain and saying that there were yellow jackets everywhere. Yeah. Bees!
4: Bees! Oh! Seized everywhere! <laughs>
2: I I probably have more deep in my bizarre file, but I would have to dig for a while. I'll look for a B-angle in this next story. We'll make it work. I hang on to loads of bizarre file stories, so the ones that we don't use. How about this? An Oklahoma judge was arrested. This is a judge. Yeah. In Austin, Texas last week after authorities say he opened fire on parked vehicles while out driving, striking at least one of them, and intentionally crashed into a woman's vehicle, telling officers later that she had cut him off.
0: Oh, was Did she cut
2: him off because a bee had flown into her car? Maybe that was Probably. it. Uh, Brian Lovell, an associate district judge, was arrested on a misdemeanor count of uh, reckless driving, a felony count of endangering and deadly conduct with a firearm. And so it's
0: illegal to shoot at other pedestrians and cars and crash into things. Was forwarded to a grand jury for consideration. I didn't know that.
2: According uh, to a police affidavit, officers were called by a witness who reported a man firing approximately <laughs> five times while driving down the street, striking at least one of the parked vehicles. About 9 Ninety minutes later, police responded to a call about a crash less than two miles from the shooting scene where a woman said a man had deliberately collided into the rear of her vehicle. It's okay, he's a judge. Twice, twice. Yeah. Uh, Lovell and his SUV matched the description of the shooter. He told police that he believed the woman had cut him off in traffic, and although he acknowledged their vehicles had collided, he did not admit that the collisions were intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told police that there were two handguns in his vehicle, but he said he did not know why he would have shot his gun and could not recall any part mm. of the shooting incident. I don't recall the shooting part. Uh, Lovell agreed to huh. not preside over any cases until his own case. Do you think
0: he would resolved. buy that if someone presented that evidence yeah, to him in right. court? Damn good question. I
2: don't think I shot anyone. Yeah. All right, and then uh, we'll do one more story since we're so late in the B file and wrap it up. The Royal Canadian Air Force. Is investigating an inappropriate and unapproved call sign that was transmitted electronically from one of its aircraft on Monday. RCAF identifiers, otherwise known as call signs, contain four letters and two numbers, and they are assigned to pilots and usually remain unchanged. But on Monday, it appeared one was uh, tweaked when an FC eighteen Hornet on a flight Hornet.
4: Hornet <laughs> <authorization>
2: When a CF 18 Hornet on a flight in the United Kingdom was broadcast globally as Dick 69. (laughs) Dick 69? Wow! <laughs> give that give that jet a wide berth. A spokesperson for the Royal Canadian Air Force said they were aware of an inappropriate and unapproved aircraft identifier that was transmitted electronically by one of our CF-18 Hornets currently deployed in the United Kingdom. The blunder drew attention online later Monday morning after being uh, shared online. The post garnered more than 10,000 views in about six hours. Within its statement, the force said it expects all its members to display the highest standard of integrity and professionalism and to exercise good judgment at all times.
0: That's an affirmative, D's nuts. Uh,
2: By the way, in 2022, uh, two senior RCAF officers were handed reprimands and minor suspensions after an offensive call sign was assigned to another pilot. So it's happened before. And that is what I have in the bizarre file. You know, I was hoping this might happen. Yeah. Don Shump, the owner Uh, of the uh, B Company, has called in. So let's get him on the line. Hey, Don, good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me try that again. I didn't have the uh, the proper button push. Don, can you hear me?
10: I can indeed. How are you guys?
2: We're good, man. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for giving us a call. This is a this is a crazy ass story, man. So you you vacuumed up. So you you remove bees and and stinging insects for a living. So you've done this countless times, right?
10: Yeah, we, we we do hundreds of these, a, you know, a year. Um, but I only do three to four European hornets like a season.
0: Okay. So are, are they? Are, so as the story indicated, they tend to be more formidable. Correct.
10: Oh yeah, they're much bigger. Like the queens are as big as the murder hornets they were talking about. Wow. Yeah.
0: Holy Christ! Oh those things God. are yeah. We were talking about that when that whole thing broke uh, broke out in the news, and they're enormous. Yeah, they're, they're,
10: they're, 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 you really wouldn't want to get hit by one of those.
0: <laughs> All right, so so so
2: Don, you use a regular like shop vac uh, to in, in part of your removal then.
10: Yeah, so the, we don't. All our removals are chemical free. We can't risk poisoning um, the bees. We keep honeybees as well. Okay, and so when we siphon up a, a nest, we're literally just taking a shot back, and they're going right, right into the box.
5: Okay. Don, this might be a silly question, but how did you get into this line of work? Because it is kind of unique. Uh,
10: I, I had a quarter life crisis. I used to do computers. I was a web developer in a <laughs> former life, and so uh, you know, I decided, you know what, I'd rather. Shut my face into a high fool stingy insect.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this is the best That's answer. Hilarious. Oh my That's God! Terrific. That's. Well, let me tell
0: you, it could have gone into radio. You have a very resonant voice.
10: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. But you, you guys are the best. I wouldn't. Uh, I would. I wouldn't dream.
0: Of <laughs> well, thank you. By the way, what's the name of your uh, your company?
2: Uh, it's Philadelphia Bee Company. Okay, right. that's perfect. All right. So, uh, as the story indicates, um, you're, you're, you're finishing for the day. You're just going to leave those bees in that particular, uh, in that vacuum, uh, for, for whatever reason. Is that? kind of standard for you can leave them in there and you don't have to worry about them getting out you can get to them when you and they're not going to all die or anything like that
10: well well you know with the hornets we don't really worry about them dying the problem with this one was that they they were crawling out the hose like i had one more job after that and they were there to greet me when i went to pull the hose out of the uh,
0: wow so so they they and that is that uncommon for them to start to work their way up the hose
10: yeah, not that quickly.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this, Don. Let's say this
2: person steals your vacuum. They take it back. <laughs> they're going to do whatever they want. They're going to pawn it or they're going to use it or whatever it is. When they open that thing up, now you know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> if someone just were to open that up, is that a pretty much guarantee that those things are going to be really pissed off and go after that person?
10: Yeah, they're really not going to be happy because on top of the Hornets, like that wasn't all that was in there. Like I had done a full day's worth of work, so there were Yellow Jackets in there, and those guys don't get along. Anymore. Oh
0: my God! No. So Yellow Jackets <laughs> and, and and Hornets, so you you have a, you have a mini battle raging on in that in that drive.
10: Yeah, it was a menagerie of stinging insects inside of <laughs> that. Oh, so this, my God.
0: This guy, like, really, you know, they're talking about a gift. <laughs> oh, my God. That's kind of great. I, I love that when someone steals, <laughs> like, like a truck and there's, like, there's a, there dead bodies or something. <laughs> they don't know what they're getting. <laughs> or, or raw sewage. But they, seldom does a dead body attack the thief or the raw sewage. In this case, you're literally opening up a a, a torture box.
10: Yeah, that and and these the European horns, especially they like they can actually squirt you in the eyes. Ooh, what? what? Oh shoot my, their venom. God.
4: Oh. What?
0: So,
10: I uh, love up to remove those. Like the one, the one time I forgot my goggles, it took me two hours to get home. It was like being pepper sprayed.
0: So, oh Don, so, so Don, say, so what? what someone um, obviously are you, <laughs> you're kind of keeping an eye out in the news to see if any any bizarre situations occur. Yeah, uh, but uh, if someone is. Attacked by many of these uh, hornets at once, um, c- could it? I assume if they're allergic, especially, it, it could be life-threatening. Correct?
10: If they're uh, only if they're allergic, like right. you know, otherwise it's just
0: going to be real painful. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to imagine that's probably more than likely the case because that's the funnier scenario.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it is. We'll, we'll go with that. And we'll go with yeah. that one. Yeah. Are you now?
2: I know it's just a shop vac, but are you keeping an eye out, you know, local hospitals for
10: multiple <laughs> stings or anything like that? Uh, Honestly, I didn't think they would get that far, so I was kind of driving around the neighborhood expecting to see see this thing just, like, chucked to the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh my god! Uh, but, but nothing turned up, so you know I was really hoping they didn't make it into a pawn shop because I was just like that. <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't imagine being a pawn shop owner and having that dropped off. Oh.
0: like <laughs> so, Don, you were you were talking about the murder, like murder wasps, right? Is that what it is? murder, murder wasp. Uh, all, all, We always hear these uh, stories come every couple of years about they're making their way up from the making their way from the West Coast or they're making their way up from the South. Uh, so, w- it, what is the the ominous bee du jour? Uh, that has everyone freaking out right now. Is it still the murder hornets?
10: Yeah, and honestly, they're not the threat that everybody's making them out to be. Like you know, they, they lose about forty people in Japan to those a year, and it's almost all allergy related. Oh. Like, the way this has been reported, it's like they make it sound like they're carrying babies off into
0: the <laughs> right. Right. That's how they. That's how they, <laughs> yeah. Of course, that's how you get the uh, the headlines. Yeah.
10: I mean, they've got an well, awesome name, exactly you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Uh, well, that's uh, Don.
2: Uh, sorry this happened to you, but <laughs> pretty damn funny, man.
10: No, it, it, it was it was great. Justice will be served.
2: Yes. <laughs> Whether that thief wants it or not. All right, Don, thanks for checking in and thanks for listening, man. We appreciate it.
10: Hey, thanks, guys. Have a great
0: one. Take care. All right,
3: I, I Don call us, Shump. Call yeah. us back yeah. if they catch the guy. Yes. Like, I want to know what happens to this guy.
0: Please do, Don. We'll attend the services. All right, <laughs> All right. see you later,
2: man. Uh, Philly B Company. Wow. <laughs> How crazy is that? That's just, that's, um.
3: I mean, that person's going to get what they deserve.
2: It's like, like we said before, somebody flies past you, cuts you off, or whatever, and then down the road you see them pulled over by a cop. Yeah. It's like that. What, if, see, what if this replaced the cop car with a giant hornet? Yes. <laughs> I love uh, that okay. All right. We do need to take a break. Casey was going to say something, but we got a break. And in fact, I, I want to come right back. Okay. Uh, because we it, we just finished up the Bizarre File at 830. So uh, let's return in just a moment. Don't forget, secret text word, by the way. Uh, we have your chance this morning uh, to win tickets, a uh, four-pack of them, to the famous Monster Fest, October 13th through the 15th the Valley Forge Casino Resort. Ozzy, Sharon, Jack, and Kelly Osborne are all going to be there. Wow. Uh, so text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment.
7: 93.3 WMMR How you doing, my friend? Doing great right
12: now, Brent, because I just got 1000 bucks from WMMR,
1: yeah! You're a real crumb bum. Crumb bum cash.
5: Woo, yeah, you are
1: $1,000 richer,
5: Henry, congratulations. Yeah,
7: crumb bum! Listen for the crumb bum contest keyword for your chance to grab some dough, five, times a day. Oh my God, I can't believe that. Wow, man, you have no idea. This is great. Rum Bum Cash, I hear
5: you're a delivery driver in and around Philadelphia, yeah? Yeah, that's right. And you always bring MMR along with you. That's how you want. I don't miss that work day without MMR. Oh, we love it, Henry. We love it.
7: Sponsored by Horizon Services, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Book online at horizoneasybook.com. Thank you, WMMR, yeah? Everything that rocks. Your wallet. These you see some
2: amazing. A little later on, uh, Brandon Novak is going to be here in our studio. He's got a book called uh, In uh, the Streets of Baltimore. Uh, and we were just talking about Bam a little while ago and how maybe he's doing a little bit better. And these guys were the, the closest of friends. And, yes. Uh, both had serious substance issues. So we'll talk to him. It's an amazing story. In a little while. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Because I've got a couple of things <laughs> that we could dive into. And we mm. could either go into, uh, we were talking about uh, Kathy and I being fugitives. Well, we weren't fugitives. Well, ex convicts, ex convicts, ex uh, cons, or I have uh, some other things. What, what do you like? You
0: mentioned the uh, the other thing about the list, uh, okay. the anti list. Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, both are good. Um, conv- should we have d- the audience raise their hands? I can't decide.
2: Raise your hand. If Look you're out right the window. Me, me and Kathy. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Or would you rather hear about the anti bucket list? Raise your hand.
3: Uh, I like anti bucket. Okay, okay. All right. I mean, so, I don't think I want to recount my. You, you to
0: listen, no. you, you, okay. it hardened you. It
2: it,
3: <laughs>
0: it really. I mean, that if anyone wonders why Kathy has the prison tier, that's why. <laughs> I
3: mean, listen, I cleaned myself up and look at me now. I got a job. With amazing. You guys. Yeah. No
0: activities. Yeah. No, no it's back. hard to put together chain gang activities. <laughs> so
2: Steve sent me this article, and this person had written about what they call an anti bucket list—a list of things they hope to never experience. Oh, okay. As opposed to a bucket list of things you want to check off your list before you die and that you make sure that you do. This is what you don't want to do. Uh, Or it could be called things I would like to avoid at all costs. And so what's the point of making a list like this? Well, they say it forces you to ask questions about yourself and it forces you to think of behaviors or actions you want to avoid. And you can also call this the mistakes I do not want to make list. And you can also learn a
0: lot about uh, what you do want by thinking about what you don't want out of life. I I think this is great. Obviously, you're going to say, I I don't want... I don't want to have a, a, a horrible disease that renders me, you know, a vegetable. That's an obvious one. Right. I think of things Jeez. like to me, um, I think of things that are more like uh, yeah, I've determined that I have no desire and/or need to ever go skydiving.
4: Oh, I'm well, that's with on you. this list.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, that's yeah. one of them on the list. that says go skydiving, but. I mean, yeah, you don't no. want to do that. I, I get it, uh, but that doesn't mean that's not a really cool, great thing for some people to do. For me, it's on my anti bucket list. So wait, okay.
3: but anti bucket list? This is like for everyone. Like, hey, listen, you don't need to do this. No, no, it's your own. Oh, right, you make okay.
0: your own list. But that—that that, this person agreed with you. Steve. Yeah. you know, I have no. I just have no desire. Mm. It doesn't. And, and, Uh, Indoor skydiving, fine. Okay. I have no desire. It's not like I need to go do that to prove to myself anything. Uh, My wife has done it a couple of times, so she could jump out of a plane without a parachute and just float down anyway. She was like 110 pounds. (laughs) She'd be fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so. uh, but the, uh, um, yeah, so uh, that's one for me.
3: I'll tell you something that I had absolutely no interest in, didn't care, up until like maybe five years ago. Um, So it was on my anti-bucket list. But now I'm like coming around and I think I want to visit. But it's somewhere to visit. I didn't care one bit about going to Paris or France. Oh, really? I I was like that. I'm with you. I don't care. I don't need to see it. Doesn't matter to me. But now I think that that was silly and I don't know where that came from. Mm. And I think now I would love to go there. Yeah, now I
2: I need to go back. I went to Paris and it didn't didn't blow me me away. Some people love it. Did you see the Coliseum? No, it's <laughs> not there. Did you see? Oh, oh, it's not-
0: oh, I've had a totally wrong perception. No, I went to the Louvre and I went yeah. to the Père Lachaise
2: and Taj uh, the Red Light District and Taj Mahal and, and, uh, and uh, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, no, I did do the, the Liberty Bell. Did, did you do?
6: Uh, did you do the catacombs? Because I need to no. go back for the catacombs.
0: Well, no, did you yet. do the dogophones? <laughs> <laughs> we did the flutophone. Okay,
3: all right, but you. Okay, wait, real quick. But you uh, also visited London. We were there together. Like, do you love? You love? I loved London. All right,
2: and part of it's the language barrier. Do you know, I mean, you speak I, English in, in, in England. Yes, I oh, no, okay. do. I was talking about parents. Oh, I'm sorry. They do not. All right. So here's l- let me give you a couple on these lists and feel free to jump in and add ones like Steve did if you want to. But number one on this list, I find kind of interesting it says, it says they want to avoid going through a divorce.
3: Well, I, no I, one goes into it going well, I can't wait to well, get divorced. Listen, I'm
0: very excited <laughs> at the potential for a divorce. <laughs> I hope it's really acrimonious and I hope I screw up a few children along the let way.
5: Me, let me try and reframe it for you guys. Yeah. Uh, having been married once, yeah. I hope to never go through a, vo- a divorce again. again. Okay.
0: All right, How about this? I would rather
2: put it as get it, it be in a bad relationship. Because I think, and, and follow me here for a second, that a divorce... Uh, is not a bad thing. You guys have realized... That this, what are you saying? This is not a good idea. <laughs> no, that this is not a good idea. Yeah. And the old thought was you hang in there through thick and thin, no matter what, even if you're absolutely miserable. And that is a way outdated concept in my personal you opinion. You
0: string whatever we do, wherever we go, we're going to go through it together? Together.
2: You to and think I. Thick and thin. Forever All and guys. ever. Is this a song? Uh, it yeah, is, yeah. yeah. Okay. But... Um, <laughs> No, I, I I would rather phrase that uh, being a bad relationship, being being a bad committed relationship. I
0: understand that that that, that you know to what me I mean? is, that to me is I don't yeah I, it's it's a general yeah. thing that I think most people would look to avoid, as you said, like a, like a divorce. Um, but I, I, and then there's the flip side of the coin, not a flip side of the coin, but a nuance to it, which is that you can always grow from those experiences. Yes, yeah. that's true too. Like I, you, can, I, you can grow from a skydiving accident.
2: I was talking to a guy who had said something about, well, you, you know, his divorces happen left and right, and this, and I go, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. The People have realized that this is counterproductive. We should not be together. Let's split up. Yes, good idea. That's very true. good idea.
5: That's true, uh, but it's still traumatic. And, uh, certainly. And you and, don't and,
2: want that to happen.
5: Yeah, and the going through it and the, the things that happen afterwards and, uh, you know, the PTSD and all, like, all of that's real and legit. And I have a great relationship with my ex-wife. I'm really, really lucky. Um, but, man, uh, the divorce part of it still sucks. To sure. Thing. Yeah, most definitely.
2: All right. On this also anti-bucket list is going to credit card debt. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Pay off your credit card balance at the end of each month and sign up for the discounts and
5: perks that go with it. I, I've shared. This before, but you know, my dad hammered into me with financial responsibility, uh, and especially when it came to credit card debt. I never have. I, you know, maybe once or twice, I was a little bit uh, late in like the full payment or whatever. Um, but I, I, I had a friend in college, and uh, he just threw his credit card bills into the trash, <laughs> and he, he has been paying for it ever since. I mean, I was twenty some years ago, and he like he just like looked at a credit card bill, and was like, I don't want to pay this. <laughs> I mean, I just, <laughs> if just I throw it away. I don't have to. Uh,
3: my brothers and I get our uh, financial responsibility from our father. Um, my mom, my my brother jokes that my mom thinks credit card bills are optional right. when they come in the mail. Yeah. Um, but I did know somebody. How does that happen?
0: Was Janice Chaplin
3: could with money? I, yes. <laughs> um, no, well, you know, my dad was always like, uh, my mom worked too. My dad yeah. was like the hard worker. Like he I went to work you. every day. He was, you in, know.
0: In money
5: means the, something.
3: Yeah. yeah, right. Whereas my mom would be like, I'm gonna get a job so we can like go shopping and get <laughs> <Okay>. ice cream. <laughs> She'd take you
5: out of school to go <laughs> shopping.
3: Yo, she yeah. would tell me to stay home, yeah.
5: Some people don't mind credit card debt because they they feel like it allows them some financial freedom now, and so they look at it as, like you know, I'm, I'll pay for it later, yeah. uh, and I'll I'll handle it down the road, but to me, it was, it's like, a I don't know, almost a crippling anxiety attached to it.
3: So I know somebody whose credit card debt got out of hand, just out of yeah. control. She didn't know what to do. She just kept, and she had multiple credit cards and just, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on there, and they, she had to consolidate it. Now, it killed her credit, but, like, in the end, I was like, oh, Wait a minute. What are you paying per month and it was like it, it wasn't because it's not the total amount. No, no. And I was, I couldn't believe it. I was like no, you, you, you only you... have to pay that per month to to pay all of that off. She had no credit and you know can't have a house in her name.
0: It'll weigh you down. I mean, yeah. I, I I accrued a fair amount of debt putting together like I was doing uh, uh, imaging, radio imaging, getting equipment to do radio stuff and and uh you know we were able to work out of it, but I mean it it, it is it is a um it's a black hole. I mean, it, it, yeah. you know, yeah, and it's just something like. But you hear about people like you know Robert Townsend who did uh, his first movie or Quentin Tarantino financing movies by maxing out credit cards and hoping that they hit. And some it, it is you might as well go to Vegas. Sometimes it work works, and sometimes it does not. This is an anti bucket list things
2: you would write to, like to avoid. Somebody texted actually a few people texted in and said anti bucket list item: stealing a shop vac full of hornets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, smart. Mm. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, uh, here's one, and I I agree with this sentiment. It says, learn how to do your own plumbing. And the Uh description says, sometimes you need to hire a professional. Uh You need to find a good dentist, a lawyer, and a great plumber. Okay. So maybe some things don't tackle yourself. But if you are if you're prone to it uh, to learning how to fix things yourself obviously it's a great skill to have.
3: But gas appliances.
0: Oh uh, yeah, don't Just touch
3: hire them. Somebody, that, and electrical yeah, that.
0: stuff. So so I am fortunate to, you know, my, my uh, brother-in-law John is uh, is in- incredible with all this stuff so he'll come over and do it. I, I have dabbled and I do enjoy doing a few home repair things and I have done them but I, you know, again I go back to the, uh, you know, um, uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, dirty Harry, a man's got to know his limitations, it's not for me, and rather than do the work, do it poorly, then call in someone to do it anyway... I avoid all that. Anti bucket list
2: item says becoming addicted to blank, whatever it may be. You sure. can fill in the blank. So it's everything from alcohol to gambling to you name it. I've been there, guys. Social media, your cell phone, <laughs> narcotics, whatever it is.
6: So I was thinking the other day about uh, you know, listen, you, you have these uh, addictive traits, these addictive personalities, and uh, the substance or whatever it is is just a symptom of, of the disease, right? You're really suffering from something else, and you take it out with alcohol or drugs or sex. Or gambling or whatever, and then I was thinking like I'm trying to lose weight, and uh, and I was thinking, man, I I don't think I could ever become anorexic. Uh, and then I thought uh, better of that, and I'm like, no, I I, I think I can do this. Well, no, I mean, I think I, I'm just sort of predisposed to go balls to the wall, and and are it, you anorexic? No, but so because and, and he likes my, to rub his balls. On in it. my dumb brain, I was like, no, I love food too much, yeah. right? But. That doesn't matter, right? Like, when you're sick, you're sick, and it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, I loved not being hungover, but that didn't stop me from drinking myself into, you know, right.
2: terrible hangovers. And Yeah, there's a difference between addictive uh, actions or substances or things like that. But I don't um, know if anorexia— a hot dog from the
0: last stand.
6: But I don't know if anorexia and, you know, any of the other uh, issues— Right, bulimia. Are, —are in the same— uh, they're in the same ballpark.
0: Well, they're, they're, I'm sure they're right. common elements. I don't. Yeah, that. yeah I don't really I, I, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's a disease of sorts, right? So it, it may not be There's
2: technically an addiction, but yeah. it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Case. Mm. Uh, so anyhow, that's an anti bucket list item. Uh, another anti bucket list item from this particular person says to be estranged from your parents or your kids. Uh, yeah,
6: that mm-hmm. that's a, a real bummer. When I hear people that don't,
3: yeah, have I don't understand relationship. Yeah, I don't understand it. I have a friend who hasn't spoken to his parents in years, maybe twenty years, something like wow. that. And I'm like, they're still alive. You've got kids now that don't know them. Like, I just whatever it was It's can't nightmarish. You get past no, it? um, there was I'm one like, guy
0: I knew, uh, uh, Tony Hitler. Uh, he uh, uh, yeah. he was estranged strange his parents, and he was fine.
3: Uh,
2: Kathy, there can be, like the obituary I read the other day from that guy yeah. that the, the daughter said was just a not a nice person, and there are people who are that way to their kids. Well,
3: and and I'll say I I know the parents, so I know it's not a situation like that. Do you okay. know what I mean? I I, oh, know, so, so, okay. I don't know exactly what happened between them, but it isn't anything that you know. I I think they can't. Get over, but they haven't. It's been twenty years, and neither of them have called each other.
2: Well, there can be there can be years and years of microaggressions Uh and judgments, and and after a while, those things have weight to them.
0: Maybe a gift wrap
2: shop back full of hornets (laughs) under the Christmas tree. (laughs) So you know, unless you've walked in their shoes, it's hard to say. Man, You you guys, you you have great relationships with your parents and everything. I admire that. I I've had You do too. Yeah, but there there are parts of it where I'm like, mm, I don't uh, I'd rather not for a while, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that would be a bit much. It, it, what's that? <laughs> That'd be a, a bit, bit much. much. Yeah, that would be a bit much. <laughs> but I mean, it's uh it some of it's complicated.
0: And, uh, and you, it, a lot of times you think, "Oh, um that would never be me. And then you find out, oh, that could be me. Yeah. There's something that sets you off. Yeah. So you can never say never. Kathleen. I just made that up. Last night,
6: last night, uh, my daughter came home. She came, my daughters, uh, they came home late. <laughs> they had a uh, play rehearsal. And um, my daughters? My oldest, it was a really weird interaction. She, cause I was sitting in the back room. She was like, hey, dad. And she's like, is mom awake? And I'm like, yeah, she's upstairs. And then she like left. And then she came back and she was like, all right, I'm going to bed. And I was like, is she mad? Me, like, what you know, and I was like, What's going on? Like, this is weird. This isn't, you know, she was tired, (laughs) yeah. She was just tired, but you know, I. I am Would confused. you like me better
0: if I was anorexic? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to have any sort of late strain. And that was yeah, only no, one I hear you. day in one moment. Yeah, like I know. I know. Thing. Yeah.
0: But uh, things like that
2: have helped me learn. Like like those issues I've had with some family members have made me go when I, <clears throat> when there is some kind of strain between me and my kids that I have the forethought to stop and go, hey, yeah. let's talk about this. I don't want to have this between us. Let's get this out in the open. And so that's helped me yeah. with my relationship for my kids. So I'm thankful for that. You know what I mean? Do
0: you ever tell no, her yeah. about the ant and the rubber tree plant? Yeah. I need to tell that story. Is that the high hopes thing? Hey, kiddo. Okay. Hey, sad clown. <laughs> <Hey>, clown. <sick. laughs>
3: Uh, wait the the parent child relationship. Sorry if I'm going off on a tangent, but um, have you ever apologized to your kids?
0: Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah I like apologized I, uh, just a couple of days ago.
3: Yeah, I yeah. feel. I'm
0: I, sorry. I'm such a good parent <laughs> because you don't appreciate. <laughs> you don't, it. don't. I have wasted get it, do quality you? time yeah. in you. You well, creep.
3: No, you know, like uh, as a parent, you think that you're there's times where you think you're you're always right and sometimes you'll go back and you think about it and I'm like, you know, even though he's younger, it's like I have to apologize. I was wrong in that situation. I shouldn't have yelled or yeah. whatever it was.
2: Yeah, I flat out said the other day it was uh, Caroline and I and we were driving and I and uh we had a misunderstanding in communication. Uh Caroline got upset and I said, "Hey, I'm sorry." And I go, "I was wrong." Yeah. If I was wrong on that. I will I will make sure that doesn't happen again, and it made all the difference in the world. Yeah, get It out. made all the difference <laughs> in the world.
4: So
0: no, it does. If, if if you can stop for a second and go, wait a minute, oh, I wasn't right here. Yeah. How you, let how, me let me say that. How you know. are you going to ask them to do it if you can't do it? Yeah,
2: well, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, on this person's uh, anti bucket list, binge watch TV shows every night. Oh well, <laughs> come on, it's the best. Thing. Part well, of my day. well, well, no, not every you, you single binge night.
0: Watch, so, is, is that even possible? What, what are you going to binge watch an it's entire series every night? Well, I'm watching.
6: I'm watching Suits right now, and Suits is like eight seasons and like twelve episodes
2: a season.
0: You couldn't so. even watch it in one night. But like, though I did watch, no, not the entire no, series. But I but watched Daredevil. I watched like two
2: episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's
0: binge watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah. Um, all right, here's another one: anti bucket list thing you should avoid. Hang out with toxic people. Yeah.
6: Well, I was talking about that yesterday with my mom, because my mom, uh, unfortunately, yesterday uh, went to her best friend's uh, funeral, and and then we were just talking about friends, and, and I said, man... I, I like I, that, Joey. No, I've I've made I've chosen good friends. Yeah. And and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the people that I've chosen to surround myself with over the years. No uh nothing toxic or anything like that. Now, my friends on the other hand, they got the short end of the stick with this, but uh yeah, I'm I'm happy with uh, yeah. with my
5: friendship choices. Yeah, that's nice. And and um, I'm I'm not uh, being flippant when I say this, but some people uh, get stuck in relationships with tox- toxic people, and and or have to work with toxic people, and and you know, and that's their, they have no other. Kathy, out. yeah, uh, well, Steve, I, I, I didn't want to say your name. <laughs> I made a mistake. A I I reactivated oh, Nick no. this morning. Oh, it's just, it's just
2: activities, activities, activities. Come on. And now Come his, on.
5: His, his, he's in assassin mode. So I apologize. <laughs> no, um, I mean, like, you imagine going to a job where you just hate your coworkers, and, and you're hate trapped, your and you're trapped. You have a job, you need to pay the bills. Etc. Yeah. All right. Uh,
2: don't. Hang out with people who always complain and are cynical about life. They uh, they recommend. All right, this one says on their anti bucket list. And listen, you, we all have our own, and yeah. feel free to jump in with something. Mine's guys, pretty innocuous. Just skydiving. Uh, skydiving. Um, and this one is interesting. Have a collection. They would. They never want to have a collection.
0: All right, I'm gonna tap out. Their thinking
2: is yeah. <laughs> every once in a while you may think I really like blank. Maybe I should collect those. Well, keep this in mind. Collections sometimes become burdens, and your kids.
0: May May not want your collections after you die. We don't. Uh, well, my cats have said they want what I have, which <laughs> yeah. is great. I will tell you this: there is a joy, and I um to like that's why I I, I watch <laughs> Collectors Corner on MeTV. I do. I enjoy it. Uh But the the whole notion of of the the hunt and searching down that piece or that particular thing or that item that just like, like you, the joy you were experiencing going after that beloved childhood book that you, mm-hmm. that meant something to you. Um, to me, it, it's nostalgia. It's a, it's a tactile connection. Dr. Mike and I talk about this all the time about the, that, that sort of thing. And, and it's, it's more the, the, um, the, the thrill of the hunt rather than the acquisition.
2: Just know that if you do have family members and kids, don't expect them to want that. It. When no. you're done, that when you, when you pass on, you may it's wood gone. chipper it may very yeah. well be gone. Yeah.
3: Oh, this might be too. Touchy. My humbles
2: throw them in the wood chipper.
3: Of oh. a question right now, but what happened to the armoire?
2: I uh, it's still it it's, uh, the the plan is my dad wants me to hand it down to my kids. Okay. So that plan Which is. One can is you good. hand it
3: down from that? a rooftop?
6: Uh, <laughs> do any, have any of your kids uh, do they know what it looks like? Do, have they no? Expressed is that, that what you Andrew? and
0: Caroline were fighting about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. No,
2: it's. It's half the size of this room. It's like, you know. <laughs> you
0: know. Why don't you sell it? What's no, that?
2: No, he not Sell it. It's supposed to stay in the family. It will. Is Somebody's family.
3: <laughs> someone's family. It is a family. You just said family. The, family. the family. That is not the family over there. family. That is
0: the family who bought it. Yeah,
2: so, we'll see. <laughs> all right, having a collection uh, is one thing. Uh, anti-bucket list. Quit learning. Uh. Stop learning. Yeah. What? What's with all the learning and because knowledge? They don't want to. Continue learning? No, 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 no. They don't want to... They don't uh, want to stop. They don't want to stop learning. Oh, uh, I was thinking the other, other angle. The anti- I'm done list. learning. Yeah, forget this, was, this learning stuff. There's two negatives in there, and it threw me off. Uh, so it says, how sad. It ain't it, not no good. <laughs> how sad it would be to lose your curiosity about the world. Someone once said that when you quit learning, you die. That sounds about right. That's why, kind of like. Uh, it was Cobra. Mark Zumoff, when he said he was uh, retiring, that he wanted to learn Spanish. I'm like, that's a great idea. I would like to do that, too. And then we talked to Zoom about two months afterwards. He <laughs> asked how the Spanish lessons
0: are going, eh. I I think you should always remain curious. I always want to learn about things. I'm always fascinated about Things that fascinate other people, uh, you know, Kathy, like with the, the arts and crafts and something like that I'm fascinated by. Your interest in it, Preston, the golf case. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you occasionally about fish, Nick. Uh, you know about uh, whatever Pearl Jam or whatever you're into, uh, uh, and um, uh, your life as a, a secret assassin. No, the the, the, the uh, all of that stuff. I I find that don't don't you always? Yeah. Uh, i it, that's yeah. an exciting thing.
2: Most definitely, Kathy. This one's on the list. I I have you in mind. I was tonight at seven o'clock. Tonight at seven o'clock.
6: Oh, Nick, you're being called with a <laughs> secret chamber. Take- (laughs)
2: Uh, So this one says On the the anti-bucket list Buy low quality bedding (laughs) So people want to do that? No, the, it, you oh. don't
0: want to do that. <laughs> you know, whole freaking thing.
5: That happened in that's our... The Why do list? people
0: want to buy low-quality bedding? I, I, that's not even a... That's not a
3: bucket list. That's there, not a bucket list to buy expensive quality bedding. That's not... They, they didn't not say some- expensive quality. All right, fine. Quality, it's not on someone's bucket list. So, like, how would that be on the anti-bucket list? That's stupid.
6: <laughs> Preston, don't take she offense.
2: Does, this she, is not your list. it's not, no, it's so, not your uh, list. Okay. <laughs> I brought it up with her in <laughs> I just mind. Um, I just
0: think okay, it's a Okay, back weird. to the no, 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 more no, no, no. heavy, serious is, ones She there. does make a point. I wanted, wanted a, a lighter one thrown in as there. Who has bedding?
3: No, I, I understand that. Listen, I I have quality bedding in it's my It's always house, been so.
0: my dream knowing a monkey and quality bedding. Here you go. The next one. Stop
2: ignoring injustice in the world. Ah, that's uh, there a broad go. thing. Well, okay. Well, that's stupid. What are you, are, you going to sleep on while you're, you're doing that? You are only one person, but we've seen throughout history that one person, what one person can do when fighting against oppression and Tolerance and racism. I want to fight you. Those amazing people who fought for what was right did much more than post memes on Facebook. That's true. So don't, so on your anti bucket list would be ignore. Injustice. So stop in
0: learning and ignore injustice.
2: Hey, no, it's can the we, other way around. Uh,
3: can we go back to the bedding for a second? Yeah.
0: <laughs> now you got to thinking. You Preston. got you get me thinking. All right, go ahead. So I remember how many count.
3: I remember the point in my life where I I was able to get something of a better quality. And, uh, better quality
0: bedding, yeah, or better, better quality no, bed.
3: Better quality bedding. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm here. I can do this because I I would see it in you know friends' parents' houses, and you'd look through
0: it. the you'd be had like a, a dirty face looking through the store window at the other people <laughs> buying bedding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, but I'm just saying. Now that you say that, I actually remember getting it, mm-hmm. and that was like a, I still was remember. It. I still remember it to this day. So I I guess it was a bucket list for me uh-huh. to. Have money
0: How buying. about that? You broke through the shell, Preston. Not so funny now.
2: is <laughs> it? No, uh-huh. not so
3: stupid. Uh-oh. I take that back. <laughs> Preston, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <you was> wrong.
2: <laughs> it's, wow. we've all grown That's here. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, things Why, are changing.
2: Okay. Here's another one on this anti-bucket list. Wait until the right time to travel. Yes. There is no right time to go on vacation. You can always find an excuse to not yeah. go somewhere. But if you wait until oh. retirement to travel, you may have to contend with rotten
0: knees and bad backs, mm-hmm. or you uh-huh. may not this, make it at all. Please heed this one,
2: because yes. uh, um,
0: it's been a dream of mine to visit the fine bedding stores of Europe. No, the the, uh, the the whole concept of travel, my father recorded, a, uh, as I have mentioned a couple of times yeah. before, his life. And he he's, uh, kept a journal throughout his life, and he recorded about eight, nine hours of of him, kind of going through his life to give to us his sons and uh, to Sheila his his uh, his wife, and and basically the whole gist of it is just to have the time capsules and pass along his his wisdom. And at the end of the thing, the wrap up, he says, the, uh, "Most important, travel. Travel while you can travel.
6: Yeah, and, not only." And- not and see only, the world.
5: Yeah, yeah. and I, I couldn't agree more, Stephen. not only do I want to travel as much as humanly possible and kind of uh, whatever I can afford to do, I, w- I would like to do. Yeah. I want to go to the places that I'm a little afraid to go to. And I have a friend who's in Egypt right now. And, and like, there are parts of, I don't know, the Middle East or whatever that might seem a little daunting. And I'm, I'm following her travels along <laughs> on, on Instagram. And, man, does it look cool. And, I you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I never really thought I would want to go to Egypt. Now I want to go to Egypt. I yeah. do want yeah, to go. Yeah. to The pyramids and the whole, you know, the Valley of the the Kings and all yeah. that. I'd I I be go fascinated. To the, I want to go to the stands. In uh, in Central Asia, like Kyrgyzstan and Tajikistan, and like these places that nobody's ever been to before, just because uh, they're strange and they're odd, and I want to check them out. I got an
2: email this morning from a woman named Colleen, and she sent me her travel blog. She and her husband they retired, and uh, she just said she said we moved from uh, Denia, Spain. Uh, and she was listening to she was listening to your fall activities, Kathy. Oh. By the way, uh, slowly moving east around the globe. We're finishing up our ninth month of traveling. Currently wow. staying in a homestay in uh Miraruklam, India. Wow. And she sent me all these pictures of them in Israel together, in Spain, and all these places
0: around the world. So they're doing it.
2: They're, they're, they're
13: doing and, it. And so. by the way,
0: travel need not. Yeah, we're doing it. Travel need not be a globe. You just go see different things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Within
2: the state, within our. Our, our general area. Yeah, I'm looking Next at this. Next time your
0: neighbor leaves their house, go in and see what's in there.
2: Uh, they went to the uh, the Jordan Trail. Uh, they're in Egypt, uh, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv. Hamburger uh, stand. Italy. A <laughs> well, bunch gotta, of places in Italy. I prefer cheeseburgers. stand. <clears throat> yeah, but Charlie's isn't around in uh, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I think Charlie's is around. I think that's <laughs> a oh, great idea. Oh, it's the last stand <laughs> yeah, that's last around. stand's gone. Okay. <laughs> God rest his soul. The last stand. Uh, okay. Oh. Uh, I'm getting it all wrong here. All right. Uh, Let me go to Derek wants to add one uh, for the anti-bucket list. Hey, Derek, good morning.
10: Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, man? Uh, Well, my anti-bucket list is staying in my hometown forever.
5: (laughs) Yeah, okay. You want to move elsewhere?
10: Yeah, so, I mean, I... Lived in New Jersey growing up and then moved to Philadelphia, and I'm super grateful for that. And now I've started my own business and I've seen every state except four at this point. I've been out of the country a bunch of times as well. So, mm. you know, I can all kind of attribute that to saying, hey, I'm leaving home and seeing what else is out there.
0: Okay. There is a certain joy on the other side of the coin. Now, I, I've never, you know, I've, I've lived in many different towns, and it's funny, you, Thanks, you, you, you know, um, <laughs> that, and I'm glad that's, my life has progressed that way, but I, there are people and, you know, that, that live all their lives in, in, in the town that they were, were you know, raised in, and, and there's a certain wonderful hometown feel that, there that, is. And, that and some people draw a great um, uh, resource from that, so I, I can go both ways, I, I would not change, I wouldn't want to still be living in East Northport. you yeah. know, I, I would not want to be there, I, I want to, all my experiences of living in different areas has, has meant a lot to me.
2: We moved a bit uh, when I was kid kid, so I've lived in several different states and and in different um, um, cultures in our own country. You know, from the south to the Midwest to the to the Northeast, and it's so I think I have a pretty well rounded look at the way people are in certain regions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the differences. What do you like about West Coast girls? Oh, they so hip. The styles they wear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know and. Uh, it- who knocks you out when you're down there? Eh, well, the, the Southern girls really do, and uh, but but the you know the Midwest girls are the farmers' daughters. Yeah, yeah, it's, they it really make you feel, feel all right. right. Yeah, uh, so.
3: that was really good. I feel like we should we, we need to isolate that yeah. and keep that. It's just that was good, right in the heart of
2: it. All right, so a couple of the other things since Casey's giving me the wrap up uh, signal here, um, but I'll, I'll just rattle through these quickly. Um, let's see, not stop to see the beauty in the world. Uh, So take a look around and be aware of what's going on. Especially
0: when you're driving. Uh, Here's
2: one that's uh, on the anti-bucket list. Equate busyness with a productive life. That's true. Having a packed calendar does not mean that you have a productive, meaningful life. When a pandemic forces you to empty your schedule, you can suddenly see how unnecessary some of those meetings, gatherings, and activities were. Uh, Another one is, this is huge, ignore your health. Yeah. All right, Uh, you know that it is vital to move your body every day, but it's easy to find excuses not to. So make sure that you do that. And your mental health. Uh, And your mental health, exactly. And eat pork chops. Mm -hmm. They're good. What? With applesauce. How about pork chop sandwiches? (laughs) Even (laughs) better. Pork chop sandwiches are the best. Uh, And then uh, this last one I'll mention is... um, on the anti bucket list, becoming irritated with the younger generation.
3: Oh yeah, you know young know I mean? yeah. you, know. you don't know
5: the value of a good pork chop. Nope. It'd, be, it'd be easier if they weren't so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> if only they got pork chops What's with the pork chop sandwiches. Um,
2: but that's easy to do. It says you're officially old and cranky if you find yourself complaining about <laughs> younger generations' music, technology, attitude, or clothing. So be open to it. Maybe <laughs> these could be on your bucket list, but maybe they're not. Or your right? my day, we dropped acid. Anti bucket list. So. <laughs> All right, and had unprotected sex. By the way, Marissa's uh, anti bucket list. I don't ever want to have to change a tire in an emergency. There you oh, go. Yeah. Okay, but you need to know that skill.
3: Uh, although cool. most cars now don't have spares.
2: Tires. oh, Tires? A, lot of them, a lot of them don't have spares.
3: Mine doesn't. And yeah. I got a flat tire on the way home from Cardboard Classic one year. Fortunately, my dad was with us. But even my dad being, you know, extra- knows how to do everything. He was like, I don't know how to do this. We had to get, oh, uh, wow. we had to call Infinity, get them on the, and it was like one of the ones that you, you basically fill the, tire that's inside the flat tire. Oh, like a run flat? So, I, I don't know, but we had to fill something. It took forever. And, wow. uh Yeah. Okay. Pork chop sandwiches!
4: <laughs>
2: oh, I have a pork chop sandwich and relax. <laughs> Alright, uh, we do need to take a break. Is uh, Novak here? He's here. Excellent. Right. We're gonna have him in in just a moment, but as we are taking a break, I would like to give something to you. We have movie passes for Saw X, uh, And then, actually, when are we going to do that grand prize thing? Um, I don't know. Maybe Thursday.
3: Sometime Whoa, this week. Maybe We have a chance Friday. to
2: win uh, some grand prize <laughs> items, but uh, we'll get to those details later on in the meantime. Excuse me. In the meantime, uh, we'll take callers number 15 and 16 at 215 263 WMMR. Get a pair of passes to see Saw X, the most disturbing installment of the Saw franchise yet. Explores the untold chapter of Jigsaw's most personal game, Saw X, only in theater September 29th. 15 and 16, you get it. Coming back, Brian, uh, Brandon Novak. Stay with us.
7: Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now.
8: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com
7: Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 20, Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
9: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. ihate singercom One place, one price.
2: Our next guest is in the studios promoting a book that is called The Streets of Baltimore, and you can get it at uh, BrandonNovac.com and I'm sure uh, other locations as well, so let's please welcome Brandon Novak. Yeah. Thank you for that warm introduction. How you doing, yeah. man? Uh, never better. Never Listen, better. you are a bit of an anomaly to me because I have heard sto- like many people have, I'm sure, stories about you for years and years and years and years, so Bam is, has been a close friend of the radio program since the very Infantile days of jackass Casey used to be the producer of Bam's uh, uh series radio program, so he was in and around you and that that crew quite a bit. So we would hear stories from him all the time yeah. of what he'd see or things that Bam had told him about you. Yeah. And you're always kind of just like this this little specter to almost, me, almost
0: almost like a myth. Like yeah, like, yeah. Like, okay, we're lunatics, but then there's Brandon. Yeah, and like look, so if you want to know how how crazy it can get. And that's Preston's exactly right. That was our perception of you. And I was telling you before we went on air, uh, and I, I, a while ago, Case, I, I'd seen the documentary about you and your your turnaround, and uh, I came in and like, oh, mother of God, this is un- an unbelievable. Because we, came, I came into all that wealth of you know legend and stories that we heard about the craziness, mm-hmm. and then I was seeing a guy who was focused and had had. You know, because we all have, I have family, my brother's, you know, uh, 20 years sober, and and it it affects everyone, and then... To see, I mean, uh, you understand why a lot of people just said, this guy's gone. This is Absolutely. not, not going to happen. This is this guy's too far gone. And then to see you turn it around the way we thought Steve-O was gone. He's yeah, yeah. gone, not coming back. And um, and so it, it was an amazing thing. And then I just dove into a lot of the stuff pertaining to you because it, it does resonate. I don't know of anyone who's not touched by... The addiction, this monster across the country now worse than ever. So your story is so pertinent, and as I said before, we came on air. You're you are you are saving lives with your mission. It can and, and the more you get the word out, because that sense of desperation case, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you well know, you know, is just the end of the road, and I said to these guys earlier, was it your 13th time in in in, in rehab that finally took? Yeah, it was the 13th, and I remember
14: uh, after I'd went to that facility, Bam actually said to me after completing that, he said, what was different about 13 than yeah. 12 or 10 or 9? Did, like, God talk to you or something? And, and I wanted to say yes, but, like, I, he really couldn't see what I was trying to say so I just you know it, it takes what it takes until it takes mm-hmm. and who are you or I to say what it will be for it to take mm-hmm. right a lot of things aligned the pain, the maturity, the willingness, the open mindedness the, the optionless um, things and you know if you kind of looked up the Any word in the English dictionary and added the word less to it, that's what I had become.
6: Yeah. So, Let me ask you a quick question because that, that, that last time, were you there under your own volition or? Absolutely.
4: Okay. Yeah. And it, it had become that's my a huge idea, right? Step.
14: The, the demographic that we work with, and, you know, I opened my own treatment center and I work in this field now, uh, as an addict or an alcoholic, all that means is that we're defiant by nature, we hate authority, and we refuse to conform because we possess this job that consists of knowing everything. Yeah. So when you suggest to us what we should do to save our lives, we Suggest why you should f off because we know. Um, but when it becomes our idea, we accelerate a rapid pace. So it's all kind of like presentation. So I always say I, I try to share my message in a in a form that people find so attractive, so appearing, uh, so appealing, and so desirable that they like want to make love to it. Yeah, for lack of better words because mm. if they can want what I have so bad that they're willing to do whatever it takes to get it, then the terms of your contract will forever change. But yeah. it has to be your idea. But
3: what yeah. about somebody who's Knocking on death's doorstep. Like, you know that that's, that, that's what's coming next. If they don't, and they're not. Ready to go to rehab or or do whatever to help themselves. That was
0: you. Yeah. You, you, I, I was telling Preston before we went on, I think four times you were medevaced. Uh, 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 you had OD'd. Yeah. Four at, times. At, at the end of my run,
14: my, my mother started getting on her knees and praying to God to either cure me, kill me, or kill her because she could no longer take it anymore. Oh. Mm.
0: She'd yeah. gone through her money. She had bought me a
14: plot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, have a plot she to this day you a waiting plot, for me. A funeral yeah. plot. Like waiting wow. for me, which is for sale right now. So if anyone's in the market. <laughs>
4: I do this.
6: Well, that's, that's, that's wonderful to hear that. Yeah, yeah, Oh, man. But, you know, so you, you enter into this uh, treatment program and then, you know, subsequently, uh, you know, you, you get involved in uh, maybe some 12-step stuff.
14: Absolutely. That, that that transformed for me everything. Because what happened through the 12-step work that I did is, is I had a spiritual experience. And the definition of a spiritual experience is simply a psychic change. Meaning that I today, Brandon Novak, with over eight years sober, no longer look at things how I did with 30 days. Sober or still inactive alcoholism, right? Because as you were saying before I came on here, Casey, I heard you saying the drugs and alcohol are, are not the problem; they're they're the the end result and actually the solution to the problem. The problem is the thinking, the attitude, and the behavior, right? So until I work on the causes and conditions of what continues to to take me back to a drink or a drug, it's simply going to be a wash, rinse, repeat, which yeah. it was for me for twenty some years. Right.
5: I'm sure looking back on it, a lot of the memories are, are fuzzy and hazy, um, but uh, I, I'm. My guess is that when you look back on it, some of it was fun, right? And so at what point did it stop being fun? At what point did you you recognize this high is just not great anymore? By
14: far, some of the best times of my life took place while being loaded and, and running with all the guys. Yeah. Wouldn't take it back for the life of me. Uh, but what happened with my story is it, it was basically a spring break for... Fifteen years straight, and then it turned into like a, a hostage negotiation where I was no longer allowed to leave when I wanted to.
6: Yeah, and I, I um, you know, I have children, and, and my fear is that you know they follow in my footsteps or, sure. or somebody else's footsteps, and you know, try and speak to them as um, <sighs> as blatantly as possible, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be as vague, but like you know, the, the 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 truth is, at a certain point, your body starts calling the shots. Mm-hmm. Your your brain is no longer capable of making this the 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 decisions because you're you're you know and and when you start going through the withdrawal and stuff it's like um well, I got to do anything and everything I can to not feel this way physically anymore, and that is, you know, to cop and and use again.
14: That's what my life turned into, right? Like, um, anything that attempted to stand between me and a drink or a drug had to go. And it was never personal, it was just business. Mm -hmm. Because deep down inside, I'm a really good guy, and I mean well, and I don't want to hurt people. But catch me on a day where I'm withdrawing from drugs and alcohol, and and I have to do what it takes, it's going to happen.
0: Very candidly say that... um, that uh, everything was on the table, and everything. the only reason that murder wasn't part of it is because it never fit into the equation. Exactly, like, like it could have gotten you. You are very candid about you. You sold yourself, mm-hmm. you know, uh, prostitution, prostitution, part, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, all of that, uh, down as low, and you. You keep rephrasing... You keep mentioning how could this happen to me you were you were a, 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 a champion level skater mm-hmm. uh skateboarder you were uh, tony hawk's um s- sort of a protege you're 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 signing big contracts with gatorade and uh, so you're 15 at the time right and then your first um and i thought this is very touching your first i guess it was your first time in rehab an older black gentleman came to you and you and and uh, what did he say to you, this, this gentleman who had who'd been through the, the, spent his life dealing with addiction? At the ripe young age of 17, I had the
14: pleasure of entering into my first treatment center in Baltimore. And, and they took me into this waiting room. And the, the waiting room was completely empty. And, and uh, the woman asked for me to wait, and she'd be right back. And out of nowhere, this older black gentleman walked in. He came up to me, and he said, white boy, what are you doing here? I said, heroin. He said, how old are you? I said, 17. He said, do yourself a favor and don't turn 18 in a place like this. And as quick as he came, he left. He nor I had no idea the significance of that simple conversation was ever going to have on my life. Now, at the time, I entered into that treatment center to simply prove a point why I was not you nut jobs, nor will I ever be. Mm-hmm. This of, isn't me. Yeah, you, you, you yeah. caught me at a bad time, on a bad way, in a bad day. Overreaction at best. Right. Tomorrow is going to be different. And I mean what I say. Um, and, and what I could tell you about that gentleman is, you know, where the four teeth were placed in his mouth because at the time I had all mine. He's black, I'm white 70 to 75, 17 He's homeless, I live with my mother and my girl Right, Right. looking at the the differences not the similarities, comparing out uh, because I don't belong Uh, and and uh, what I can't tell you about that place is my therapist's name, the relapse prevention packet they're shoving down my throat, the healthy and unhealthy boundaries they're trying to instill in me. Because if I can tell you about those things, that means I can relate to b one of you and I want no pardon. And I leave that treatment center and, and I don't turn 18 in a place like that. And that foolish old man, how dare he think that he could predict my future. But here was the hit I, I ended up turning 19 22 23 25 26 27 29 32 34 35 38 39 in a glr treatment center yeah. and every year oh i'd God. sit in in a mm-hmm. facility night i I'd think back to that older gentleman and say maybe if i would have listened to him with an open mind and open heart yeah i would not continuously find myself
0: isn't here. it wild mm-hmm. how that with all you've been through and it is a it is an incredible story that that one moment, that one moment where someone showed a kindness to you and you weren't ready to accept it. And that's life, right? Live forward and learn backwards. And and basically
14: what my life Mm. looks like is uh, I I got to where I'm at today through process of elimination, but backwards. (laughs) The the last thing I tried was the first thing that worked. And looking back, all I did for the better part of 22 years was rearrange the furniture on the Titanic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then ultimately my ship just sank and I, I came to the realization that the drugs aren't the problem. I'm the common denominator denominator in every problem, mm. and maybe if I get out of my way and, and reach out to someone like Casey who 's coming up on thirteen years, he might be able to guide me into a better direction, but that all came
2: as a direct result of the pain. Mm. As far as getting in recovery, because I've talked to people who've done it before, <clears throat> um, one of the, one of the common refrains is uh, they'll go in, they'll be in these meetings, they'll see these other people, and go, "Man, I'm not as messed up as these people mm-hmm. are." Um, is that something that is um, uh, that is that that is? can you keep doing that you know keep looking around going these people are the problem it's not me I, i've got it under control here
14: I talk about that when i go give talks and I, I because I'll sit in a room and i'll share my story and i'm very upfront graphic descriptive and talk about the prostitution and the things that the majority of America would never take part in to uh, secure another drink or a drug and uh, i was that guy that would sit in those rooms and and say thank god that man's figured it out but that can't be me that won't be me my mother's a nuclear physicist my brother's an attorney in the White House. Like I'm a pretty intelligent guy. Um, Your dad was an addict. Yeah. He died of a, a crack addiction. And, and, and what I tell the people listening to my talks is that please don't miss this. My story was not my story either in the beginning, yeah. right? If you were going to call me a treatment center number one, four, six, eight, ten, you wouldn't have got what you get with thirteen in lost count of outpatient's and detoxes and Oof.
0: you know it's it, it's it's amazing. Uh, and then you know, I, I think of all the people, and again, so many people dealing with this now, staggering amounts, uh, and and your heart aches for them. And and I think hearing your story would let me ask you, please. Would Brandon Novak at 16 or 17 listen to today's Brandon Novak? And would you have had any impact on younger you? I don't want to sound mm-hmm. egotistical
14: or favorable to yeah. this answer because I'm asking if I would listen to me, and yeah. I love me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but,
14: but in my mind, uh, I think that I would because I'm not coming from this, uh, you know, uh, controlative figure of yeah. a professor. I'm, I'm a guy who's been around the block a lot of times and who's failed so many times, kind of covered in tattoos, a, a, an edgy thing that seems pretty appealing to me, who I'd buy into what I was
2: selling. Okay. But it's hard to listen, and as somebody who's, uh, I, I, I like to I like to drink. Sure. It, it, it's fun. You know what I mean? And maybe a 16 or 17 year old sees it at, at as that and doesn't have the capabilities to hear, you know, that, uh, listen, you, you're showing the clear signs that this is going to be a problem. And But to them, it's just a good time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's got to be hard to get past that. <laughs> My question to people like that is,
14: what within you makes you feel like you need to have a drink to f- change your external situation or how you feel about it? Like, yeah. there's a yeah. Deeper issue within that makes you feel like you need to have a drink or a drug to feel part of or better than
2: society. Yeah. yeah. You know. And some of that is is some of the things we see. You you go to a um, a sporting event, hey, we drink. It's what we do. You know what I no mean? No doubt. And and we're kind of trained in that regard. And there are times when I've been at places where I'm like, uh, well, all right, I'm gonna get a drink, because what you do, I'm like, I really don't feel like a drink. I don't
4: like feel like having, having a drink. I'm one. <laughs> <We haven't laughs> one anyway. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. you know
5: what I mean? No, yeah, it's absolutely. a weird societal norm, you know? Brandon, I have a cousin. Um, and I've known her my whole life. She's uh, the youngest uh, in the family and um, she's not the person now that she was. She's an addict and, and her older sisters my other cousins have all but given up on her and I guess I'm a bit removed mm. from it so I'm an optimist and think there's somebody there still right and and she, there is still hope. Um, I've You have seen this far more often than I have. Um, have you encountered situations where you think man this is all but hopeless or are you always looking at somebody thinking you know what maybe we can get to them. Maybe we can help them.
14: I, again Casey and I were just talking about this out in the green room. Uh, you know, I believe in miracles because we are miracles. Anyone that's sober today. Because here's the truth. Statistics state, theoretical evidence dictates that I, that Casey, are to be high, drunk, or dead right now. Hmm. So that's that's those cold, hard numbers, the analytics that state that we're losing this war against addiction and alcoholism. Right, right. Two living evidences that we're not. Um, so it's just it's it's a case by case situational deal. Uh, I believe that boundaries have to be set. I, got, I was the kind of alcoholic that if you told me you love me, that equated to ten bucks. I had you, mm-hmm. you know. So so wow. my loved ones had to to create this distance and yeah. rightfully
0: so. You were you were. I mean. You talk about your mother, you yeah. know, a, and about how she, again, a, a brilliant woman, um, that that desperate. I think she was talking to a priest when she said, I either I, I pray for this or that mm-hmm. or either I die or he dies or however it works out. Um, and so and, you know, you're, you're to the point where you're, you're stealing Christmas gifts and you're, you're yeah. doing all of this. Again, I think anybody and, and you hope that when you see your story, when you were a young man, you were a, a millionaire a number of times over. Right. I mean,
14: I'd, 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 I'd put a lot lot of money into yeah.
0: my body via a needle. Yeah.
14: You know, I never really kept tabs of what the count went up to, but any dollar into- I got went
0: into my arm. And you make the point, you checked into rehab, you had a couple of scarves?
14: Yeah, yeah. A deodorant? So this is what my resume stated, walking to my 13th inpatient treatment center. My mother, who I love more than anything in this world, she had bought me a plot. She had taken a restraining order out against me. Uh, she had bought me a life insurance policy. Yeah. Uh, she had served me with a restraining. I, I wasn't allowed to go to that. She prayed for my death. Yeah. And, at 38, walked into my 13th treatment center, and everything that I owned in this world consisted of eight scarves, two jackets, three socks, a stick of deodorant. It fit into this bag that doubles my pillow, uh, a needle, a spoon, and a restraining order. And I was the kind of, like, alcoholic that just wanted to kill himself on a daily basis, but yeah. I was terrified to hurt myself in the process. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I walked in there, and, uh, and, and I, I, you know, what I did finally was I stopped talking, right, because my words held no more weight. People didn't care what I had to say, rightfully so, and uh, I just stopped selling these dreams, hence the title of my first book, Dream Seller. That's kind of how I lived for years is I sold these false realities, and and I stopped talking, and and for the first time, I let my walk do my talk. And what I realized, right, life, live forward, learn backwards— that alcohol and drug, not my problem. It's the solution. The problem is the thinking, the attitude, and the behavior. So letting my my walk do my talk, my behavior started to change. I wasn't calling people and saying, this is how great I'm doing. I'm going to start this business. I'm going into this work. And, and I just started to show up. I started to be a friend to my friends, a, a son to my mother, uh, without asking for anything in return. And then what I learned is it is impossible. It defies logic for us to use the very same brain to think us into this situation to, and turn around and think us out of it. Right. So what I had to do was just get good mentors, surround myself with like minded people who really had my best interest at heart and follow their suggestions. And in doing so, my behavior started to change and 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 I just brought the body, I brought the body, I brought the body. And then one day my mind followed. Huh. One of wow. those people was... I dumb my way into it, legit. Okay,
2: uh, yeah, press go ahead. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, it's Brandon Novak. His uh, latest book is called uh, The Streets of Baltimore, but also you have uh, Novak's house, uh, Recovery Residence. That was in 2020. Where is uh, Novak's house? That's in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. I really bought into what my mentors and my
14: predecessors said, and they would say things like, "If in order to keep what you have, you have to give it away. And I had lived in a sober living house after I resided in treatment for 90 days. And I thought to myself, when I was financially capable one day, I was going to recreate that. And I opened up my first house Novak's house in Wilmington Delaware two and a half years ago uh one house 10 beds today we have six houses and 60 beds wow. and what I do is I travel the world to raise money to provide scholarships for any man in need of a bed as long as we have one
2: <laughs> Yeah, to do that wow wow uh, with that I have a text and and I want to read this to you if you want to answer it as not or, or not. It's up to you. It says I want to stay anonymous, but I am the mother. Uh, I'm a mother and grandmother, and I have been off of heroin for ten years, but now I'm addicted to uh, suboxons mm-hmm. which I don't know what that is. It's like
3: uh, methadone, right? Yeah, um, it's
2: a, it's a form of medication-assisted treatment. Uh, and she says, and they have no clue. And I want off so bad, and have tried, but can't do it on my own. Do you have any suggestions? I'm getting to the point where I'm so lost with this. The only
14: time we fail is when we quit trying to quit. Right? So uh, I suggest that you, you reach out to some form of medical professional, a detox, so they can wean you off of the sub- Suboxone. Uh, and then go to some 12-step meetings and share about this. Can, you, remain,
2: can you keep from... that quiet from the family and do that type of thing? Mm, sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So,
14: uh, is
3: it, but is is that a good idea to keep it quiet and not share with the family? It's
2: such a case. by it,
3: For yeah. me to
14: say yes or no is just not the right thing to do because I don't know her particular situation. Right. 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 You know. And then they'll be like, oh, you're a liar. You got me fired and my husband right. left me and I'm like no I'm a single guy I don't know anything about relationships right. Right. I didn't mean that I just said you should not I, do this
3: I just have to say I can't believe that this is the same per I mean I know it's not the same person but you are mm. just completely different and I didn't know you well I just knew you from what the public knew but like I remember you know them when Casey would tell us that oh yeah. sober he did these things and I was I, rem- I remember I think I asked I was like are you talking about Novak from like the the Bam crew is that what we're talking about? I can't believe you you look healthy, you yeah. speak well, like <laughs>
14: you have everything to, I wasn't uh, before. Yeah. Thank you. No, you.
3: You can
4: always You're too
14: kind. You always spoke well. You Thanks, were the dream man. seller. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know I, I, my life and more so addiction relied on that. Yeah, is, is that a
0: critical <laughs> problem though? Because and, and that's for, for, and you talked about being able to sell the I'm doing great, I'm doing this, and oh well he says and he's very convincing. Yeah. Was was that a double-edged sword because it's also a curse because... People have always said that people who are practiced addicts or alcoholics know how to slalom. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm well versed in that world,
14: and and what it did was just prolong my inevitable. Yeah, right? they they say procrastinations like masturbation. You only f yourself, and,
2: <laughs> and I'm really good at doing that. Uh,
14: that's you know? True. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: is, yeah. Is, is it out of line to ask about uh, you know our friend who we've seen um, publicly battling his demons? Bam. I mean, we we got. Word that uh, at least to TMZ that he's a month in sober now yeah. seems seems to be going in the right direction. We have for the past. I don't know, a couple of years now, seeing these signs com- b- b- popping up regularly. And here we are sitting here going, man, we're watching this guy fall apart. I mean, more so than ever. Sure. Rightfully um, so. I mean, I think a lot of people felt that way. And and here's the deal
14: in, in this world of, of recovery and harm reduction, there's no margin for error, yet it's impossible to do perfect. Yeah. Right? So I honestly know probably as much about it as you guys do because right. we haven't had too much communication. But right now, uh, I'm, 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 very hopeful and I'm pretty proud of him um, he's seems to have celebrated 30 days. He seems to be uh, sober. This is what he's saying. I have no reason to think he's lying. I don't have time to look into it. Right. Um, but right now, I'm really proud of him. And I, I I know that if he continues on this journey of remaining sober, yeah. his life will become the best comeback story anyone's ever heard. Well, oh. Bam,
0: you make Bam a sort of instrumental. And, and he lot, saved and,
14: saved and my yeah. saving your life. If, if he didn't extend the opportunity to bring me out of Baltimore, I would be in that plot that my mother bought.
0: Right. Me. And I and, love him yeah. To death. And you guys were, I mean, and then Bam was also part of the Steve O reclamation. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, it's, it's, and then here he is with his situation. You know, you, you, you spend some enough time with the person. We're not, not going to say, I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're blood brothers or anything, but sure. I, you, enough encounters and hanging out and always been very supportive of the show and always been very kind and he and his family. And so you want only the best, you know. Absolutely. So, so, um, we're encouraged by what we see. Yes. So you're, you're, you guys aren't in, in, communication no yeah. not not
14: at the moment that very well may change but I think for a little while we were just doing two different things in life and our interest had changed at that moment right
5: right uh, how's your relationship with your mom nowadays
14: I always tell people, if you plan on staying sober, be careful what you ask for, <laughs> right? My, my mother, who I love more than anything in this world, um, I, I have to drive down there later today to, to get her in the shower and then take her to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm a busy guy. I have a lot to do. I'm flying, I'm flying to St. Louis tomorrow to be the keynote speaker for the DEA. Oh. <laughs> the DEA now has hired and pays me <laughs> oh, to be oh a keynote God. speaker at their summits. You're going to Preston's uh, hometown there. <laughs> St. Louis. Yeah, crazy. but maybe yeah. it's effective. I mean, like the wow. DEA. Well, that's the, the DEA yeah. said we can't arrest our way out of this. Right. Like yeah. we yeah. need a different approach that, God willing, brings a better outcome. So they've reached out to someone such as myself, <laughs> 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 which is pretty troubling. Yeah. No,
3: what no. do you talk to them about?
14: Well, I just kind of give them my talk. It was so crazy. I was at this. We did it in Hollywood recently, and I was with Jack Osborne and uh, Dr. Drew. Yeah. And we're backstage, and this woman, kind of like you, very similar to you comes back, and, and I say hi to her, and they have all these donuts, kind of like a parody of,
0: yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, just
14: I'll a plethora of donuts, like cops of donuts. So, uh, after she moves, the leaves for me from saying hi, the guys next to me say, you know who she is? I said, no. He said, she is responsible for bringing down the biggest drug dealer of the century that makes Pablo Escobar look like chum change. And I never would it's just right. a regular <laughs> petite yeah. little woman. I'm like, this is pretty heavy.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine um, what your mom must have gone through for 20 years or, or you know, however long it lasted. And, and for you and she to have a decent relationship now um, is impressive. Um, has she forgiven you? And do you have any advice for parents who are uh, parents of addicts? You know, because sure. you have to create boundaries, right? You have to yeah. protect yourself at some point, um, but you, also, you never want to mm-hmm. stop being a parent. You always are going to love your child. Uh, it's got to be such an, an incredibly challenging um, balance. I wouldn't wish it on my worst
14: enemy. Parents get the worst end of the deal because it's like they become an addict or an alcoholic and suffer all the repercussions of an addict or an alcoholic, but they don't have the pleasure of using the drink or the drug to escape from reality. Yeah. So they're just like in it for mm-hmm. the worst reasons. What I do, and and again, I don't come here to, to proclaim that I have the answers and i'm speaking from the top of this mountain i just have my experience my experience states that that's 20, all you could have that's yeah. it. That's all you can 22 do. years of active but, addiction uh, and treatment so so what worked for me was when my parents decided that they would no longer love me to death yeah. literally yeah. so they created these boundaries and they stuck to them and they loved me from a distance and they would not entertain my bs yeah. unless it consisted of me saying i'm ready for help
6: yeah yeah and and uh and so, what you're doing, just by existing uh, soberly, is it is giving other people out there the strength, right? Because Absolutely. we uh, we go uh, we go into these uh, programs on our knees, and like, we, and we don't have the strength, and we don't have the love for ourselves. So you go and you find somebody that is going to love you until you can learn to love yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, and love you unconditionally. And then also, uh, you can you can draw on the strength. And, and I know that that that's what I did. It's like, okay, this person. Is doing it, and if they can do it, then I can do it. So, then, so I want to ask also about uh, your your book, The Streets of Baltimore, because Dream Sellers, what you uh, had written years and years ago, yeah. Uh, while maybe you were sober at the time, uh, you were trying to get sober, and then um, you had relapsed, and then you had a you know a story after that. But now, what is the streets of Baltimore? Because Baltimore was, I, I don't know if it still is, it was the heroin capital of the of the world or uh, of the United States, and, yeah. and that's where where you came up. So. What, what's this book about?
14: This book kind of just... The cool thing is you don't have to read the books in chronological order, right? You can kind of pick up with this one before Dream Seller. And and it just talks about... Um, it brings my father into play. I couldn't write about my father in Dream Seller because at the time he was a crack addict. And, and we had parted ways. And he said that if I wrote about him, he was going to sue me for a lot of money. So he passed away. So that obviously opened up those doors to allow right. me to write about him. And uh, so I really brought you into the family dynamics. But more importantly ab- about... the the time of of being brought into Viva La Bam and Jackass and and, and Bam affording me this amazing life-changing opportunity that I'll forever be grateful for. But literally throughout all of that, underliningly knowing that it was only a matter of time before I burnt this bridge to the ground because my addiction was so much more powerful that I knew that I could not do what was expected or required in order to keep this another beautiful opportunity
0: you phrased it saying um that you it's not what you lost it's what you gave away literally it's what you gave away i could mm-hmm. take you to the street corner where i happily gave it to the fellas ah, crazy
2: <laughs> on a much lighter note casey was <laughs> it uh, novak that you saw pee in the litter box no at, uh, no okay. that there was uh was
6: steve o and bam okay. yeah
0: okay um, <laughs> yeah. <to> no but <laughs> like to that point but, i yeah. mean when you're you're supposed to be the guy who's doing the crazy things mm-hmm. Does that figure wow. into your thing as well? You it like, does. Because she's like, I gotta be the crazy guy, yeah. so I'm gonna keep doing this because what if I stop doing this and I'm not the crazy guy that they really This is like? why people love me. Well, yeah. the, the
14: scales of justice were very easy for me to determine, right? Because prior to Bam, Bam giving me this opportunity, I'm homeless, I'm in Baltimore, I, I stand on the corner and prostitute my body yeah. uh, to get money to buy heroin. Now all of a sudden I'm afforded this, this golden ticket, if you will, to come live at Bam's house, be on a TV show and do these insane stunts. So at the time when I was there, cocaine and alcohol was pretty acceptable because it was a social thing. But I wasn't allowed to do opiates of any sort because I'd fall asleep, I'd steal your wallet, I'd disappear for a few days. So, you know, What was great was I would do these stunts that no one wanted to do. I would get some recognition. I would get some screen time. I would get a paycheck. And on a good day, I'd break my bones doing the stunt. They'd take me to the hospital. Give your medication. I'd get medication. Wow. Justifiable, free high, and everyone was okay with it. So, dude, the scales of justice were like, bring it on. (laughs) You want me to put this up my butt? How many? Let's do (laughs) ten. Wow. Whatever. (laughs) I think I was literally down for anything. Yeah.
2: You mentioned the disappearing for a few days and that's pretty standard uh, for people or, or deeply in, in, in addiction can you share like maybe where you went on occasion was it just hook you know being with other addicts finding a, a place where they somebody had a place where you could just stay for a couple days and get high to put in perspective of how I lived my life for a long time my, my second
14: ex-fiance um, because they always had a pattern of getting between me and drugs and they had to go right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but my second one and I thought this was a great idea she said let's get tattooed on you if found, please call with her number. Wow. And I thought it was an amazing idea. That, that's how disconnected from reality I was. <laughs> so I would go out with the intention wow. of, you know, just getting one bag of heroin and making back to, before Bam even noticed I was gone, to, and he would always talk about this, getting arrested in Baltimore, ending up in jail for a few days, and being gone for a week and coming back and saying, well, I just had to go back to get my favorite pair of jeans. <laughs> and, like, and I really thought that that made sense.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I think it's telling, too, when you, you came back, here. Talking about when when your band made the offer, you you came back, you came to, to Philly, and had he had to Kensington, and you, yeah. you scored heroin, uh, and uh, and and uh, you know we, we it, it's 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 horrible that footage you know around the world it's known as like you know the zombie streets and it's it's uh you know all those you th- you think of the most tragic thing when you see the picture of a, of a baby or a young kid with the world ahead of them mm-hmm. and all the potential and mm-hmm. promise, and no one ever says boy i hope i'm I hope i'm a destitute junkie yeah you know and 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 then and so there's But you always like to think that that little kid or that promise is still in there and can be found again. And so when people think, again, just to remind anyone who might be listening to this, here's a story that seemed like it was absolutely, I mean, funeral plot purchased and everything. And here's a book and there are a number of books you should probably read. And there are, there's a story to be learned that could help you. You are not without hope. The script was
14: written with my story and I believe perspective and perception is everything. So I've been blessed with the ability to be pretty upfront and in the social spotlight with my disease of addiction for many years. So what I've done is been afforded the ability to turn those defects into my assets and use this platform that I built prior to sobriety uh, to now show the life that I live that doesn't um, consist of drinks or drugs, and, and let people know that if they want help, they can call me directly and I will help them throughout their process in finding recovery. And you always
6: so, give your phone number out. What's that uh,
14: number? 610 314
6: 6747. Call uh, me. Do they, uh, and we'll, I'll ask you to say it again, but do people call it? Nonstop. Okay. Yeah. Nonstop. Number and, again? 610
14: 314 6747. And we will do the best that we can to get you the help that you need. And they use my story and they're like, that guy was destined to die with a needle in his arm to now with like over eight years sober and absolutely loving. I always say sobriety has given me everything that drugs and alcohol ever promised me. Uh. And I have no desire. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing anything by by abstaining from drinks or drugs. Wow.
2: Amazing story. Uh, If people do want to get a hold of you for uh, like booking sessions, I'm sure people listening right now because you speak to high schools, you speak to all different kinds of organizations, brandonnovac.com. You can uh, book through that. Uh, I highly recommend it. And the book is uh, The Streets of Baltimore. Don't forget about No House, Wilmington, Delaware. So, uh, and the new facility that I just opened up, Redemption
14: Addiction Treatment Center, also in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. So, I run groups there every day. I work with clients. It's a it's an inpatient treatment center. Uh,
2: you're an amazing person. Uh, it is great to have you on to uh, to spread your message. It's uh, clearly there. You're, our text messages are. You're, you know, there are a lot of people being affected in a positive way by all this. So, you're you're doing great, man. I love you guys, Casey. Thank you. Much different from how we used to conduct business.
14: Usually I'm Monday making different he lines. He's yeah. trying to hold things together, and, and things
2: are going down. Yeah. Oh. Man, congrats on everything, yeah. Brandon. Hey, I love you. Thank yeah, you. All. Brandon yeah. Novak. Thanks so guys. much. This was great. Wow. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget to, uh, Crumb Up Cash coming up in five minutes. We'll be right back. The is
8: coming to your neighborhood.
2: Tomorrow from 7
8: to 9, Nick McIlwain from the Preston & Steve Show rocks the Maniunk Brewing Company. 4120 Main Street in Maniunk with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Miami tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy Bud Light specials.
4: And now, WMMR
1: presents Bizarre. Preston & Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre.
2: Right, brought to you by Liberty Safes of New Jersey on Route 130 in Bordentown and Route 73 in Mount Laurel. Online at liberty safesnj.com. All right. I don't have yeah. any bizarre stories. Any B yeah. stories? What's that? Any B stories? No, I think I'm all out of B stories. Uh, Fresh but you got a B. I do have this story. A. Uh, um, A 35-year-old teacher in Indiana was arrested this week after she was allegedly caught bringing meth to an event at the school, hiding the drug in her hair scrunchie, and it was during Family Fun Night. Sounds super fun. Sarah Jane Duncan. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Was taken into custody on Wednesday and charged with one count of possession of methamphetamine and one count of possession of drug paraphernalia. The incident took place at the Helfrich Park STEM Academy, where the school is hosting family fun night for students. Uh, the event was attended by Duncan, and who's an eighth grade teacher, and her daughter, who was a student of the school. Does the M in STEM stand for meth? As the event was coming to a close, Duncan allegedly took a picture with two students in a photo booth, put a uh, place on the event. Duncan left her hair down for the photo. After that photo, the juveniles cleaned up the area and located a bluish colored velvet type scrunchie with a white zipper on the table. They noticed the scrunchie was heavier than a typical scrunchie. They opened it and discovered a glass vial that contained a white powder substance and the two believed to be drugs along with a cut straw and white powder. So they took it to the vice principal. Two janitors who were working that evening told principals they had seen Duncan frantically searching for some kind of (sighs) hair tie Uh. near the gym doors after the event had ended. Two days later, She was brought in for a drug test. In her first two attempts, police said that neither urine sample produced enough nor reached the temperature for
0: testing. Uh. What, What is the perfect temperature to serve piss at? body temperature. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
2: While conducting the third test and observed uh, an unauthorized collection container fall from Duncan's shorts, the test was terminated, so she was bringing in urine from someone else. Uh, Surveillance footage from the Family Fun Night event showed Duncan wearing a scrunchie that appeared to match the one found containing the meth, by the way. A Florida woman is accused of attacking two people uh, after seeing them do stretches by a swimming pool. Deputies noted that the defendant Amanda Faragamo uh, had some sort of link to the male victim, though they what redact- kind
0: of lunatic does stretches by a swimming pool?
2: They redacted this uh, from the arrest affidavit, except to say that uh, this incident made it, it made it a domestic nature. Uh, the man told uh, deputies uh, she effing attacked us. <laughs> She's pissed. Deputies wrote, the female victim stated that she and a male victim later identified as, and it's redacted, uh, where the... Are you
0: stretching over here?
2: We're by the pool doing some stretches. The female victim then stated that the defendant accused them both of doing inappropriate activities. Don't you give me downward dog and began to shove her and smacked her across her face. Deputies noted a red mark on the female victim's face, which they say uh, showed she had been struck. Uh, She then stated that the defendant shoved the male victim and hit him as well. Uh, Investigators say they took uh, Ferragamo to the jail without incident. She faces a count of uh, battery and domestic violence. All right, I'd never heard of this before, but apparently belly button stickers. What? Are all the rage in China these days. As they are they it, it No, belly button stickers. Okay. As a growing number of women are reportedly using them as a way to make their legs seem longer. What? Young women are paying for sheets of temporary tattoos designed to look like belly buttons, usually placed a few centimeters above the real navel, oh. which is then concealed with skirts or pants in order to make the torso seem shorter oh. and the legs longer. It's an optical illusion. Okay. Belly button sticker manufacturers are struggling to keep up with the demand and social media platforms are being flooded with video tutorials on how to use the temporary tattoos and clips showing their effects on the wearer the fact that these fake navels are considered more visually pleasing than natural ones is another explanation for their popularity some people consider belly buttons that are round fat or protruding outwards are not pretty enough so they prefer to conceal them and keep the stickers on display why don't you wear a fake head hat some uh, Chinese news outlets credited the unexpected popularity of Chinese traditional medicine, which states that the lower abdomen must be kept warm uh, to preserve the overall health of the body. And By keeping the fake navel exposed, users can wear high-waisted pants that cover up much of the stomach while still rocking garments like crop tops.
0: So there's an medicinal benefit
2: to the uh, Billy Button sticker. Possibly, yes. <laughs> This is a terrible story. A man riding across country to raise money for other bicyclists that have been injured in car crashes died after he was struck by a pickup truck along the highway. That's uh, ironic. That's that's ironic, Uh don't you think? Uh, It's like a fly in your Chardonnay. 62-year-old Robert Hurd was riding his bicycle (laughs) along the shoulder of Highway 62 when he was struck. The report stated a pickup truck was also heading east in the outside lane. Hurd reportedly veered into the same lane and was struck by the vehicle. He died from his injuries at the scene of the crash. So I guess it, it horrible. was horrible. He was at fault, I guess. Uh, according to the GoFundMe for a charity, Hurd he was hit by a car in 2015 while cycling. He spent two weeks in the ICU recovering from the crash. Uh, and the nonprofit is called Please Be Kind to Cyclists. It's based in Austin, and its goal is to raise awareness and educate both drivers and bicyclists on safe road use. That's terrible. You
0: say, yeah, I say you should ride along with the flow of traffic. I'm like. You know, I don't know. I'd like to see what's happening with the traffic. Yeah. You know, the cars passing by me at a close proximity is a little unnerving. One last
2: story. A 75-year-old man was injured after a Wichita wildlife refuge officials say a longhorn gored him. Oof. Yeah, that's brutal. Uh. Uh, they say the man was out listening to elk bugling, which is match, uh, mating calls for elk <laughs> bulls. Bugling. Bugling. <laughs> They were singing the uh, video, Kill the Radio Star. As he may have gotten a little too close to a longhorn. They're buggling out there. Uh, While he was injured, he was treated, and his injuries were not Uh, (laughs) life-threatening. Officials would like to... Issue a reminder that when visitors to the refuge are out of nature, they should provide a healthy distance to wildlife for their own safety. Yeah, the, the horns on those things? Insane. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Alright, let us take a break, shall we? Yeah. we to run the train today. Yep. We'll come back in just a moment. We'll do the lesson, question, the trash music. Actually, Kathy, I need a caller for secret text word. Ooh, Who's it going to be? Ten. Alright, call number ten at 215-263-WMMR you know the secret text word we got the tickets for the famous monsters fest coming up so give us a call now we'll be back in a moment
1: looking for fun things to do this weekend Yeah, Robert's weekend calendar has you covered shows in town movies to see exhibits and specials around the delaware valley just use keyword weekend calendar at wmmr.com to get the list
8: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web, PrestonandSteve.com.
7: Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 20, Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopin'andWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple things to do. One of them is to get a winner for our secret text word. We're looking for the 10th caller. And it just so happens that Laura is our 10th caller. So let me go to her. Hey, Laura, good morning. Good morning, It. Ah, good morning to see you, Laura. (laughs) What is our secret text word, please? The secret text word is hatchet. That is correct. Yeah, Laura, you're going to get to go to this really cool event. Four pack of tickets for the famous Monsters Fest, October 13th through the 15th Valley Forge Casino Resort. Uh, special guests include Ozzy, Sharon, Jack, and Kelly Osborne. all there. So congratulations to you. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. We'll set you up. Also, Bonnie Ahrens uh, from The Nun cool. and Kane Hodder from Friday the 13th will be there. All winners qualify for a grand prize, by the way, the chance to meet the Osbourne family. And everybody can meet Jackie Bam Bam because... He'll be there on Sunday the 15th for discounted tickets. Visit famousmonstersfest.com. Uh, before we go to the lesson question, I would like to recap something from earlier this morning. We talked about Timothy Chalamet and uh, was it uh, Kendall Jenner? Yes. holding uh, She was holding his. Uh, f- Kylie. Kylie Jenner, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, holding her his finger. Finger. We have all the finger clips you'd ever want. Yes. Uh-huh. Nice. No, good. Marissa says, put them to work. So Steve played the not a finger clip right. from A Christmas Story. And I said, well, I think that's the only finger clip we have. Well, Marissa went and found some other ones. So here's one. <laughs>
12: follow the fingers.
2: That's follow the fingers. That's from uh, Hercules. Uh, here's one. Do you have any idea why they call it Frankie Four Fingers? That's from Snatch. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, another one. Seeing finger gestures from such a pristine girl. And that is from Breakfast Club. Uh, then we have uh, another finger clip.
4: It's a chocolate covered finger of a man named Clark.
2: That's from Hocus Pocus. The chocolate covered finger. And then, oh, we have two. What? Two more? No. Oh, we have several more. Several. Go no, let her rip. Three more. All right. Here's another one. <laughs> Uh, that that's uh, Drax saying a, a finger to the throat means. Here we go. Death.
12: Finger to the throat means death.
2: Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, then you have uh, this one. Hang on. This is
5: my wife's favorite finger. Please get it back now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dinner for schmucks. His finger oh, gets of cut right. off, and yeah. the bird flies it's off
4: This is my wife's
5: favorite finger. Please get it back now.
2: Uh, <laughs> and then one last one, and here's our final finger clip. Phenomenal finger food. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's oh, right. that's Wedding Crashers, wedding crashing, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. The things she works oh. on. Oh, I'm saying, <laughs>
2: you know. It's amazing that that's a job. That somebody actually does that and Uh, she does it. just sent another one. By the way, while we're waiting for that other one, uh, we had a random texter. And it is Ian uh, Marcheski from Phoenixville, who's also going to get to go to the famous Monsters Fest October 13th. Nice. Through the 15 Dead Valley Forge Casino Resort. All right, one more finger clip. Yeah, why not? All right, here we go. How exactly
11: are you going to snap your fingers after a rip off both of your thumbs? Ah, (laughs) Arnold.
2: Arnold. Last action hero. All right. So now we have our finger clips. All right. Uh, let's see. The lesson question. That's what we're doing. And the question we pose to you is which member of the Hitler family did Steve know? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Do you know the answer to this? Which member of the Hitler family did Steve know? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and while you are calling, we'll do the trash. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right,
0: we'll get the stories. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Richard Simmons reiterating that despite a push from fans of Paulie Shore, he really has no interest in the comedian playing him in a biopic. Simmons says he's currently working on his own biopic, for which he hopes to get David Beckham. Hey! hey. Giselle Buncheon telling CBS News Sunday morning that she was just surviving and not really living during her marriage to Tom Brady. Buncheon says she doesn't want to be overly dramatic, but in many ways, she was Exactly like Anne Frank. Wow. Awesome. Oh my God! And finally, Britney Spears seen on Instagram. Kathy brought this to my attention yesterday. She had a bandage on her arm and a leg after posting an early earlier video of her dancing with a pair of large knives. <laughs> Spears and it's probably best to put the knives away and break out the chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and,
4: that's
0: how I was
3: and in that video, Steve, she's dancing with knives, and I didn't even notice it until later on. Her three little dogs like walk into the. The Was one of them limping? No, he's. they're just, like, staring at her. Oh, like, what, they're, like they're we they're are. They're
2: concerned, what yeah. What are you doing? Yep. All right, Uh, right, we'll go to the phone and see if we know, uh, if somebody knows which member of the Hitler family, Steve, actually knows. 215-263-WMMR. I have Dan on the line. Hey, Dan. <laughs> yeah! Wow, very powerful you who Dan. All right, give us which member of the Hitler family does Steve know? Tony Hitler. Tony, Tony Hitler. Hitler. He's estranged from his parents. Hang on, Dan. You just got yourself a four-pack of Hershey Park tickets. Hershey Park Halloween is now open Friday through Sunday. You can buy your tickets now at HersheyPark.com and visit this weekend
1: as well. Yeah. Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Pow, 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 (laughs) pow! Kaboomba! All right. Rolling Stones and Major League Baseball have teamed to release a limited edition vinyl of Hackney Diamonds. The limited version of the album uh, will come in white vinyl and sell for $38. Hackney Diamonds will be their first studio recording of new material since 2005's A Bigger Bang. The Stones and MLB have had a long history together. In 1989, the Steel Wheels Tour came through North America and half of the dates were played at baseball parks. Uh, the collector's item Vinyl will be available on October twentieth, and then Steve, you sent over a clip of the Stones
0: uh, and a song with Lady Gaga. Yeah, so a lot of people are joining in on this album, and there's a little they they tease this little portion of the song that features Gaga singing.
4: Let
2: me send Steve. And that's all we get. Maybe that's her on piano, too. I wonder I, if she's thanks. a really good piano
0: player. I'm very, I'm liking the stuff I'm hearing
5: yeah. because, Um With this uh, Major League Baseball connection, do you think there's a stadium tour behind that? Um, it would only make sense, right? right? If they if they brought it all right, together yeah. like that. So maybe yeah. they will. I was thinking yesterday that um, Pierre should introduce the band. Yes. If they, if they come out on stage, he's earned it. You know, nobody better in Philadelphia to do it. Mm. ladies And, and it would just be this. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, phones, that's it. Right. You know? Yeah, Pow Kaboomba. Right.
11: <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, he could do the whole the whole rant.
11: Uh. Cow, pow, 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 kaboomba. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. <laughs>
2: so Send them that. Send them that. Yeah, and right. See if uh, right. see if they. You know, how can you not?
8: <laughs> Who's their manager now? <sighs> once you, Lightsko Dim. <laughs>
5: Cow pow cow pow 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 kaboomba. I can't say no.
2: We'll see. Announcement coming soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Metallica shared video of two songs. One is, their, is of their 1983 classic, Whiplash, and the other is a performance of the title track of their album, 72 Seasons, and it was recorded at the State Farm Stadium in Phoenix earlier this month. Um, so both songs can be found on their social media pages if you are looking for some live Metallica. It's right there. Is that Ooh. song about the, uh,
0: the, 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 the monkey that rides the dog and the cowboy, Whiplash? Whiplash, yeah. His yeah. goal is dream. Gold's dream was One to own, day, a own a monkey and have a, my life immortalized in the music
2: of Metallica. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I mentioned the Osbournes earlier uh, with the monster event coming up at the Valley Forge Casino <laughs> Resort. Ozzy told uh, Blabbermouth that he is planning to record a new album soon. He said, I am just starting to work on it now and will be recording in the early part of next year. And I want to take my time with this one. It seems like the, um, the other, last one just came out, right? I, a little while it, am back. I, but, am I delusional? But it's hard to say because the way things are released now, I've lost yeah. track of full albums and single tracks and all that stuff, so I don't really know. Uh, he also gave a health update and said, I've had all the surgery now. Thank God. I'm feeling okay. I can't walk properly yet, but I'm not in any pain anymore and the surgery on my spine was great. Uh, he went on to say that after finishing the album he wants to go back on the road. Really? That's crazy. Uh, despite his health but setbacks. musically. He wants a tour. Cirque du Soleil. Uh, Steve says he's released two albums in the last four years. So uh, he wants to be a part of Cirque du Soleil. Yes, yeah. Okay.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> not very good
2: at Kaboomba. Yeah.
0: Kaboomba. Yeah. Crap out, crap out, All
2: right. And there you go. That's
0: it. That's it in music. I'm <laughs>
2: All right, uh, let us take a break. All right. Let us come back and wrap up our program and get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize. We will bring you up to speed on what that is when we get back. So hang out.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with a Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMMR advertising campaign. This year, all business challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation, large or small. Every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. A great day together with you once again. God, we almost saw some sunshine today for a
2: little while this morning. Maybe a little bit later on. We'll see as we have partly cloudy skies expected through the day. Uh, high of about 66. Cloudy tomorrow, 67. No rain. Rain comes on Friday. And then Saturday morning. Supposed to be better after that. It's going to be like 70 degrees. And then Sundays, that's the, the legitimate day. 78 degrees and sunshine all day long. And by the way, we've been, like, way low the past couple of weeks on
0: temperature-wise. So yes, then, then, um, a little so standard, but we'll get our... It should be. We'll get our October, uh, I think, <sighs> run of uh, warm weather. I think it'd be nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, I would like to thank a couple of people for being on the uh, program. We had two absolutely amazing interviews today. Our uh, guests were phenomenal. Yes. We'll start with the absolute comedic legend, John Cleese. Yay! Yay. Was on the show, and he is going to be in town. He's got a stand-up show. It's called An Evening with the Late John Cleese. (laughs) Uh, At the Kimmel Cultural Cultural Campus October 25th. There's VIP packages and stuff. You can get a picture with him. He was just such a lovely guy. It was wonderful. And then, uh, wow, what a compelling interview. Uh, Brandon Novak was on the show this morning. a uh, new book called "The Streets of Baltimore." He's a recovering addict and has had so many things happen in his life, and he's he's turning it around and and um, making it something positive. And he's uh, not he doesn't hold anything back about sharing his story.
0: Nobody wins if he does. Yeah. So he's so, he's laying it all out there. And I I told him I think he really is helping change people's
11: lives. There's something else having him on today. Um, he was great. Yeah, I and mean, listening to him was so uh, was so compelling. And then the fact that you had a text from a listener who was having addiction problems and asking him, you know, on air essentially for advice and help. And then the fact that he gives out his number. Yeah, I mean, I I was quite blown away by that. And you know, he's got treatment centers, yeah, you know, I guess right down in Delaware. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and your message, Steve, that there's always somebody that cares and always somebody that. That is there to talk to, whether it be addiction or anything. You know the the ultimate message is don't give up. Yeah, and, uh, most definitely. Uh, oh, God, what a powerful! That was a great conversation.
2: Yeah, so we had some we had some solid combos today. It was a lot of fun.
11: Um, I guess we'll do the letter of the day with you uh, first. Before we do that, I am available to the Rolling Stones ah, uh, if, yes. if they would like. <coughs> I have mentioned only a couple of times, but what I would give. <laughs> Just to be off stage in a booth somewhere, but in the in the arena to say those eight words, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Rolling Stones. I get goosebumps even thinking about it. I got to stage announce Rush, uh, which was
2: for me, you know. A big, big deal. Right? Uh, it was awesome, and the only thing he talked about is the mic cut out halfway through when I was doing it. <laughs> oh my it. god! Oh, wow. So my signal was breaking. Up and said it. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> man. Oh, I'm sorry that that happened. But you. it was
11: still, uh, it was still uh, quite an amazing experience. I, I got to introduce Crosby, Stills, and Nash live. I mean, actually introduced the band on two or three different occasions. Uh, not the pre-introduction thing, but the real introduction, and uh, I it was almost overwhelming to me. I honestly um, don't see why
0: the forces couldn't align to make that happen if, you know, we we're talking about a stadium tour, we're not even
11: sure that's the case. But It's easier to meet the president than it is to meet the Rolling Stones. Uh, when Nick and I went to Canada to see them, uh, there was a motorcade, the likes of which would make any king jealous to take them from the hotel, you know, and the newspapers were they're here! <laughs> I mean, it was just like, wow! Um, so, but, I mean, just to say those eight words, I've, I mean, I heard uh, Pierce Brosnan once on an Interview on uh, on Terry Gross's show, and uh, she said, "Well, did you? How'd you get ready for the part when you had James Bond?" And he goes, well, "This is crazy, but I'd be driving along, and I'd go. I'd look in the mirror in the in the rearview mirror and go, Bond." James Bond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I've, I've said, how would I do it if I, could you know? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, you know, I don't. Yeah. What if you're bringing we, on the you, stone and up there,
0: ladies and gentlemen,
11: Bond, James Bond. Oh, no! <laughs> Bond. <laughs> or that lady that introduces that, that graduation uh, Julie thing. Julie Yeah, oh my Julie oh, God. Julie Jerkoff. Julie <laughs> no. uh, so, oh, so, <laughs> uh, so,
3: Jerkoff.
11: Julie
3: Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkhoff. <laughs> oh my God.
11: Oh. Oh, I feel so bad for her. But, um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> we'll see. All right, on to the letter. All right.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
4: Now,
11: the Daily Letter.
2: Uh, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter.
11: Oh. <laughs> As in Oling Stones. Oling Stone.
2: We have a four-pack of great seats uh, for Jerry Seinfeld, and that's Friday, October 6th at 9.30 p.m. at the Met Philadelphia tickets for both shows. That night are on sale now via Ticketmaster, and the 7 p.m. show is nearly sold out, so go to the contest page at WMMR.com uh, for another chance to win tickets to Jerry Seinfeld. We'll give those away in two days because it will be Friday then. Uh, what's happening today that you want to hit, man?
11: Well, we got crumb bum Cash at noon uh, at 3 and at 5 o'clock. More chances for a 1000 bucks coming your way. We've got Workforce Block of the Peppers there at Hershey Park tonight. Uh, That's right. And so we'll do a nice block to welcome them in. we got a block of the dead and a block of Metallica on the Workforce Blocks. So a fine day is in store for us. Excellent. Thank you. And Ladies and I, gentlemen, please, Will. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I will thank the uh, sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan and the President Steve Show runs. On Nook. and tomorrow on the program, actor Peter Facinelli, yeah, will be on the program, and from Boy Meets World, Will Friedle will be in studio because they're podcasting. Oh, that's the right. Yeah, so, um, that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. President ah. Steve
1: on ninety three three WMMR. Bing, be <laughs> da,
8: da, do, <laughs>